Three beers later. Three beers later. Okay. Is that enough? Yeah, that's good. Episode, uh... 140-something. I think 141. 141. 141. We are on the road again. Wow. I hate the studio. This We're is never at home anymore, and that's okay. It's a good thing, because we are drinking, we are in public, and we're at Heights Draft Room in Papillion. Super road show. Wow. What is that? Uh, correction. La Vista. La Vista! <laughs> That's all right. You go down. Do Papillion people like are like oh, they're like yeah. don't do that? It, yeah, it's a big thing. So, but, but they have Papillion La Vista High School. Yeah. So school districts always been that way. Basically, you, you look at the creek, and then as soon as the creek hits, you're either north or south. It's, are we north of the creek? Yeah, north of the creek. Yes. I appreciate that you said creek and not creek. Creek. Yeah, creek. Um, we're in Monarch territory. Right. We're, not, we're right next door. Yeah, we're not Titan territory. Oh. No. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. And so Titan territory is Papillion. South. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, but more but Papillion. Yeah, Papillion. Yeah. And this is La yeah. Vista. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. When does La Vista... What's the difference between La Vista and Ralston? Harrison, the spelling, really. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison Street, there's really no difference. I, mean, I know. Like, that's, it, it's like yeah. 84th Street. I don't know where I am. No. Uh, so you come you come into La Vista. You never know. You crossed over from Omaha into La Vista. Yeah. Until you get in Papillion, then you know you're really in Papillion. So, um, yeah, La Vista, Nebraska. Um but uh, we've been here about eight weeks, so it's been good. Appreciate you guys coming out and checking out what Thanks, we're doing well, Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. This you is Joey. a lot of beer. By the way. This this is, is I don't Joey. know if we introduced Joey. This is Joey. He owns this fine establishment. That's it. That's the introduction. We were, okay. we yeah, were fiery baseball competitors back That's in the day. That's true. Who got, I, who got the better of that? I have no idea. Joey was really good. I almost looked up old stats. But I was like, really? I was like, you should have. I, I was like, I'm not cracking the yearbook. You were uh, good. No, you were really good, right? I was okay. I, I was okay. Really yeah, I was okay. What'd I mean, you play? Outfield. Outfield? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, were, you, were you like Allstate? I was in Allstate myself. See, he oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. What, what year did you graduate? 2010. Yeah, same, same as me. Same as you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I played... Uh, I didn't get. I got you know honorable mention or whatever. It's not. Everyone even, gets it's honorable not even, Exactly. Yeah. It's not even worth it. My biggest thing was I hit 495 my junior year and got See? honorable mention, oh, and then hit 406 and got first team in senior year. I was like, whatever. It was all because they knew. Yeah, they, yeah. They There's knew. name recognition at that point. Uh-huh. They yeah. knew. Joey Jones, gotta look out. So yeah, that was our connection. The other connection is uh, you're. Uh, you follow the Red Cloud team. I played for Will Bolt down mm-hmm. at Texarkana Community College when oh. he was coaching down there, too. Wow. So I got a little bit of a connection there. We've got an insider. Exactly. Yeah. Did so, And his assistant coach was there at the time, too, Harvell. Harvell. Yeah. Great guy. Both of them fantastic people. You should have him out. I- I've tried to get him up here. I mean, I think they are not able, able to do, like, any, quote-unquote, Public appearances. Because uh, of the NCAA thing. Uh, so I've been trying to get him up here, but... With no like no games, it's tough for them to recruit and everything. So yeah, forget that. Just get them on this show. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, the Ten Miles one was a hit, so why not? We just need get every every red class yeah, coach on yeah. this. It'd be great. Well, we talked about Erstad, right? I think that'd be a really good dude. One. I would love that. I I don't know. We did that already. Our plea to have Darren Erstad on the pod, but Wasn't it, I, don't, I don't even God. know if it got to him. But at, at some point, it was just a flat no, right? Oh, he actually answered? No, I don't, I don't know if it, I think... I don't know how close we got. I think Josh, Triple B, asked Timmy, Miles, and Tim was just like, no, he's not doing that. Oh, it didn't even get to I, I don't think it got to Darren. Uh, and I could be making all this up, but I, that's the way I remember it in my head. Well, Josh has a lot of friends. He does have a lot of friends. He would never tell me how many. So here we are, and there's so many beers. Like, beers. What, are, what are you drinking, Connor? 
I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Oh, nice. And Joey, what's in your glass? Uh, we just put this on. It's uh, McKellar's Fun with Fooder. It's a sour aged in oak with coconut and mango. Oh, sour. That oh, is yeah. a cool glass. You like that glass? I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and buy one of those glasses yeah. because we've been really into brewery glassware you know, merch. Oh, I I saw a couple of posts recently. Yeah. yeah. We, all we do is buy brewery merchants oh. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he's got great shirts, too. They are. They're very like soft. Cool. Oh, that reminds me. That's actually four, 402 Inc. Uh, got me those down in Lincoln. That's where I get my oh, T-shirts. Nice. Yeah. Shout uh, out 402. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's for that. you. Don't give me yeah. that. That's, that's for you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. We have shirts, too. Aha. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm also sporting my poor. Nice. Nice. Love my Lincoln the people. L&K. Oh, this oh, is yeah. one of my brewery merches that I recently oh. got. Yeah, and I'm wearing an old Navy sweatshirt. <laughs> so You did not buy that at a brewery. I did not. No. I don't know if I've ever bought anything at a brewery. I have brewery shirts. Come I don't on, think dude. I've ever bought. Oh, like, my whole closet is just filled with brewery Absolutely. shirts. It's honestly, there's like 15 of them. I only wear four shirts. I'm trying to think, because I again, I have brewery shirts. I don't know that I've ever paid for one. If there's a brewery okay. someone's going to that I like and I can get there, I legit reach out like, hey, give me a shirt. Yeah. Like, I usually am a very against not buying a brewery unless you've been there like I've seen the brand I understand it this is a great place but that's a good rule uh, I Al- like that Allagash up in Maine I don't know if you've ever heard of it it was like yep. one of my favorite breweries and my parents were up there and I was like I need gotta, a shirt gotta do you it give me a shirt, me a shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah I had that one on yesterday nice that's so, awesome so you got the Porsche but you worked at Happy Raven yes yeah so my kind of roundabout with the whole beer industry was when was down in Texas playing ball came back to Bellevue playing ball there uh, baseball didn't enjoy it at Bellevue anymore, and so I was looking for a change, and I wanted to get down to Lincoln, and so I reached out to my high school football coach, like, "Hey, I want to play football again. I'm tired of baseball," and so I went to Wesleyan and got on playing football there for two or three years, mm-hmm. and then during that time, I'd always loved Crook Park in Omaha. Crook Park was like where I cut my teeth. Absolutely loved. That's um, one up in Benson. Oh right? yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. okay. Yep, Alex and uh, Eric were up there, the bartenders, uh, when I was drinking there. They had like 48 taps, they had cask beer, they had everything you could imagine. This is back like early 2010s. And so I'd always look for a place in Lincoln and there never was one. And then when my roommate and I heard that Happy Raven was open up, I was pumped. So I spent like three years of being a regular at Happy Raven. And uh, so I don't know if you've ever been in there, they have that board that shows you who's... I never got to one, but I was always two. Really? Yeah, until until I started working there, and then they had you. You can't be on the board anymore. Sure. So, but the crazy, do you get like a yeah. memorial plaque or something though? I have a plaque do on the wall. Do you? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is I legitimately have a plaque no, on good, the wall in there? I, I feel like you need to memorialize that somehow. Yeah. Um, and then so I was just drinking there for a long time. I'd always wanted to like come back to this area because there's really nothing down here. You know that living in Omaha, like no one comes to this area. I was just telling Mark, like I don't. I don't think that I've been down 84th Street this far since I played baseball, like going to Papillion to play baseball. Unless you're going across Drain, Pint Nine. But I don't even take 84th. You I, go the interstate. Because I'm right? on Out West guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, why can't there be something like Happy Raven, like Krug Park in this area? And so we had kind of always just kicked it around a little bit. And then about 2017, um, 
I got the inside with a development that was going up in here, which is the city center, and got a meeting with uh, the development group that was putting it together and pitched us, pitched them what we wanted, told them we're a family that lives here and want to just open up a business and have something kind of a little corner of town for us to like serve some great beer, teach people about beer, but still be a really comfort, comfort comfortable yeah. and inviting space because yeah. I think a lot of times you go in those places and they're very like it's your typical beer guys, right? But you can see tonight we've got some families, got a couple couples, we have mm-hmm. friends, so younger people. It's, it's just really nice to have a community that are coming out, like a brewery fill, really is kind of what we wanted to do in here. One thing I love is space, and you got it. Yeah. You, you got space, mm-hmm. which is... It's important for a bar, because I, is. you know, we're not in college anymore. I no. Don't, I don't want to be crammed in somewhere. I want, no. to, I want to sit and feel comfortable sitting there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you got you got that. And the nice garage door, you oh, know, yeah. the window that pulls up, like this is a pretty slick deal. Yeah, the the one downside is we don't have a patio, and patios are king, you know, 2020. Yeah. Um, but, you know, long term, this will be great for when we get those nice winter days where all of a sudden it's 60 in right. December, <laughs> and you can roll that Pull up. Pull the garage door open. Yep, and get some fresh air in this thing. And it allows us to breathe. Um, yeah, it allows us to do some other things fun once this whole get, thing gets built for people to kind of come and go out the front for open air and everything like that. So what so, else is happening in, in this? So like we're, to give people a picture, there's like apartments above yeah. and maybe a couple storefronts along the way. What else is going down here? So the name of this development is La Vista City Center. Um, so the development is all planned to be like a mini uh, midtown Exarban cool. uh, with less of the business side, like most of the office space. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be restaurants, retail, bars like ourselves, nice. um, living space. So above us, there's 150 apartments. Just to the north, the other building has another 200. And then there's about 10 retail bays where we're located. Um, and what's crazy is you're not even seeing the whole development yet. So across the street through the window, there's going to be another two-story building. Right, I was going to say, there's a dirt lot yeah, out there another right two-story yeah. building of bars and restaurants. And then to the north, um, the, they're still working on the financing, but it's going to be a amphitheater that has 2,000 seats indoor, oh. 4,000 seat outdoor wow. that the people from the waiting room are a part of, too. Oh, so, so that's pretty sweet. So that's kind of why this was really intriguing for us. I mean, Omaha yeah. out west has always been bigger and bigger, and we thought, well, this is a great opportunity to capitalize on a little corner of Omaha that's really underserved for our, our reason, too. Definitely. And you're, so, in, you're in early. But in early. Maybe too early, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, man, we started build out in uh, January, December, January of this last year, so 2019, early 2020. And you know, for lack of a better term, it's just sunshine and rainbows. You're like, oh, this is great. We're gonna sure. open up. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. What could possibly what, happen? Exactly. What could possibly Jeez. happen? And uh, but you know, we were. Um, well, you weren't open when COVID hit. No, and that's the fortunate thing is right. there's a lot of businesses who have struggled because they were open prior and they had expense mm-hmm. and rent. We uh, were lucky enough to kind of extend our build out to the point yeah. where we opened up after things got to, we decided the 100% capacity. Social distance, 100% capacity, you, you're fine that way. Um, just because we wanted people to be comfortable in here. Um, yeah. And the biggest thing with us is it's kind of weird. You, come from Lincoln where there's a mask mandate and you're now in Sarpy County there is no mask I don't mandate. I never know anymore what yeah depending so, on which place I walk yeah, into yeah I never know so I just wear it all the time uh, <laughs> but the night the nice thing that way is we continue to do that to make people feel comfortable um, yeah. because at the end of the day uh, that's what we're about is being a comfortable space for everybody um, so whatever 
you would like, we kind of go with it. But typically, we highly encourage it with all our yeah, guests too. Yeah. And we're doing all those standard things that everyone else is doing: sanitizing, cleaning, keeping things. But um, yeah, it's just if as you guys were talking to uh, Nick from Muchacho, it was like. Yep. So how's that going, basically? And you're like, yeah, it's just going. Every day you just wake up, you're like, all right, this is another adventure. Let's figure it out. I mean, there's, like, no right time to go into business. Yeah, opening opening a business in a, in a pandemic is, uh, like, just a crazy thing to say out loud because opening a business is already a crazy thing yeah. to say out loud. Wow. Oh, yeah, I think about that. I mean, anytime the, the crazy idea of opening a bakery, I'm like, come on. No, yeah. that, that's the scariest in this, thing. In this economy, right, in this right. climate. Yeah, just in general, that's the scariest thing I could possibly imagine is counting on selling a certain number of cookies each day. Oh, right. exactly. to, like That's what it comes down to. Is you're just like, how many beers do I need to yeah, sell to yeah. make things work today? And it's just crazy that that, is like, that is like your counter. Yeah, yeah. So you're, it's, it's super fun. But you were telling us one thing before. <laughs> that's the difference between you and me right there. <laughs> it's a gamble, man. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It really is. I don't um, go to casinos. <laughs> but the off-sale stuff, the uh, are the, uh, the, crowlers. the crowlers. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, that's been a huge deal. Yeah, and it's it's awesome for us. Is so we have uh, I kind of took a little uh, play out of uh, Happy Ravens Playbook, and he had the the Boston rounds of crowlers down there, and you buy ten get one for a dollar. And so we do it um, on anything. So I think his limit was like twenty dollars. But like you come in, you come in by ten crowlers, you have served your purpose yeah like you can get whatever you like yeah, on the menu yeah. so we have people we've had some residents upstairs that have run through three cards in eight weeks so wow. yeah so i mean they just love it and then we get for them yeah and, and it helps us move the product to get new stuff on for everybody too um and the crowlers look awesome they they just it's just such an easy way to move product as well yeah and then you're getting stuff that you never get other than on tap i mean like that you cannot get that anywhere else yeah. other than tap. I don't even. I didn't even say what I'm drinking. This is the Rock Hopper Chai and Dry. Is Chai that and Mighty. Chai and Mighty. Thank you. Gross. Um, oh, it's so. <laughs> we, chai beers. We, can't do uh, it. we looked up at the menu and Connor goes, "So, Mark, what are you getting?" And I said, "Which one would you never ever order?" He goes, "The Chai beer." Goes, yep. And I like. Every, I like everything. I do, but the, I've had just terrible experiences. This one, with chai it doesn't punch you in the face, which is good. That's no, it's it's a little thin, just on the mouthfeel. Yeah, but uh, have you ever had any of their other stuff? No, I, I don't think I have. Man, so uh, I think Ben is the brewer's name. It's him and his uh, wife, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken. Um, great people. Um, he does a turtle pecan porter that's uh, really popular. He does um, a cherry goza. He does that, mm-hmm. and then there's a lime pilsner and a coconut blonde. But he's brewing on a real small system. Uh-huh. I think like two barrels. But the cool thing is he's like everybody trying to upgrade he's actually opening a tap room in Syracuse mm. so it's going to be I mean who would have think that you could have a brewery in Syracuse yeah, Nebraska, right, right. but he's making it work and he's making some great beer down there I didn't realize that they didn't have a tap room just because I assume if you have a brewery you probably have a tap right, room yeah. But uh, yeah he's brewing I think brewing out of his garage but he's, oh, nice. somehow he's figured out how to get it to market yeah. and get it in bars he doesn't do any bottles or cans but it's all keg yeah. so huh. I was actually looking at a route that would have taken us through there and then down to Kansas for an unmarked white van beer tour because oh. I thought that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, but I didn't know that they, there, there, there was no reason to go there until yeah. he has a tap room. Yeah, I think uh, early next year he should be open and ready, if I'm not mistaken. So he's like a pharmacist by day, oh. and like this is kind of a side gig, I think. Dude, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Super nice guy. He's not like the Auburn pharmacist that bombed the other Auburn no. pharmacist. Oh yeah, he, that was not, a good story. He's not involved no. in that. I just assume if you're a pharmacist. Maybe Maybe you might be involved. No, yeah, I don't think so. Okay, something okay. I'm just, I'm just, in the, in the pharmacy just checking. Every beer person that we, t- like every brewer or, you know, like 
bar owner, whatever it is that we talked to, has this like really weird background that you would never ever ever expect. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, what was the cross strain guy? Like he's like a scientist. Oh, like an uh, engineer of some yeah, sort. Like a nuclear engineer. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fort Calhoun. Fort like. Calhoun. That's yeah. Right. yeah. He's just the smartest person in the entire oh, yeah. world. <laughs> and decided, you know what? All that knowledge, right. put that in beer. And almost everyone that we talked to. It's crazy. Nick, yeah. Nick at Muchachos is like a, an IT guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think people get to the point where they just want to do what makes them happy, and that's kind of what's important. Yeah. Like, I was work. I loved. I was down at Creek Carrier down in Lincoln for five years. Uh-huh. Loved doing what I was doing, but I was like, man, I just kind of want to just pour beer for a living. Is yeah. that weird? Like, I just, <laughs> I just want to pour beer and talk to people. Yeah. Dude, I think we talked about this before, but I, that, I think I could work at a brewery. Like, I think I could pour the beer and oh, like yeah. have a conversation with a person. Really oh, good. Be, be a bartender. Yeah, I think I could be a bartender <laughs> more than like a brewer. No, not gonna be a brewer. No, okay. I don't have. I don't, don't have do that. that. I don't have that. I was gonna ask you because Cosmic Guy was. Uh, they were hiring for like an assistant brewmaster or something like that. No, no, no. You don't want to apply? No, what? Okay. I don't have the credentials to be a broom <laughs> assistant. Assistant brewmaster. brewmaster. It's what nice. does that assistant mean? Brewmaster. Learn, learn from Sam. No, I could. Only, the only thing I can do is pour beers and say, "This is what you should get. This is what you shouldn't get." Like I could definitely do that. You should do that. Just like I always wanted to be a cashier at the grocery store. They, no, up, they, they, upgra- let you. they upgraded you. But they, they upgraded me. They told me I had to go to the you salad bar. Be- you work behind should them. do what Dane does and sling beers once a week. I could do that. You should do that. You should. It would that's make great fodder for this. That's that's what I did to get into this whole thing. Like, yeah. I had never been in the in- service. Actually, I take that back. I was I worked at the Sarpy County Jail for a year and a half making meals for the inmates. That that's was your service, service industry. industry. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I was when I was playing ball at Bellevue. This. Uh, this is maybe what drove me to hate the place. Not like the jail, but Bellevue. <laughs> is I was playing baseball there. That's like a full-time gig in itself. Right. And a student, I would work at 3.30 in the morning shift to 11.30 at the jail. Yeah. Then go to class. Oh. Then go to baseball. Oh, like yeah. every day. And I was like, I got so burnt out. But it was so fun working in the jail with the inmates. It was a riot. Like, really? Oh, yeah. You'd like, you'd be doing your stuff in the office. That Down there, they're doing all their things. And you'd see like one guy sneak into the pantry. And you're like, hey. What are you doing? And he come out with food. And like, are you supposed to be taking that? No. <laughs> Would you put it back? Okay. Like, it's just like, it's like when we're children. Yeah. yeah. It's like when I was going to say, that, I, that's exactly like when my daughter was 10, you know? Like, oh. Like, hey, what, do, what, do, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm sorry. Then we would get, we caught a guy making hooch in the ceiling and he would take all the, like, the leftover fruit and put it and ferment it and was making hooch in the kitchen. Dude, I wondered if that was a real thing. Oh, it's a thing. Wow. <laughs> and that's not like the, the county jail. That's not even yeah, the penitentiary not even, or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, it's not even hardcore. Yeah. Man. A lot of weird things, like you'd have to uh, cut fruit in half so they couldn't stuff it in the toilets and plug the toilets up too. <laughs> like all these little weird things you'd have to do to make sure that... that you, Why would they plug the toilets up? Uh, so they'd flood the floors and they could get out of their cells. Oh, just to, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Set off some sort of alarm or something like that? I think it was like, just, yeah, because they couldn't leave someone in there if, like, it was locked and flooding. Sure. So they would be able to get out of their cell. <laughs> so you had to cut the fruit in half so they couldn't. Just causing flood. mischief. Yeah. General I mean, mischief. I imagine most people in the jail are pretty good at causing mischief. <laughs> <laughs> but for the sake of nothing, like, for the sake of wanting, it's like, you know, like, you get outside to go to the bathroom in class or something like right, that, and then yeah, you just start yeah. like taking all the pictures off the <laughs> yeah. wall or something. Uh-huh. Like, what are you doing, this? I don't know, because I wanted something to do. It would take so much water to flood a, a I, cell, yeah, to, 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 for it to be a problem if you're locked inside. Yeah, but you know, it's a, okay. Dude, I won't question. 
I always waited when I was a kid for the kid to start whatever shit he was going to start in school. Like, in, in elementary school, you always knew that there was going to be a kid who was going to freak out. And it was probably once a week. Oh, yeah. Maybe less. Maybe once every two weeks. Like, he was going to have some sort of thing that he did. a complete meltdown. And I would just sit, th- that would be my school experience. I would just sit there and wait for that to happen. Oh, you enjoyed that? Oh, yeah. Because I was, like, one of the jail inmates. Like, I want to see all this stuff happen. I'm not going to cause him trouble. But I want to see, you know, what happens when the guy freaks Give out. Give her egg him on. No, I don't think I ever got directly involved. Okay. I hated that. Like, because... because You thought it was a waste of time? No, it wasn't that. I just felt very uncomfortable with it. I'm like, come on. Come on. What are you doing there, Trevor? Well, come on. You know, yeah. Now, now you're going to be in trouble. What do you think? You think about this. I guess I never really cared about the kid. Like he was just like, I didn't care what he was like. That's he, on brand. He was he was so far gone. He was already the kid who was going to destroy stuff. Sure, sure. You know. Anyway, Sierra Nevada's Oktoberfest is good. Can't confirm. Is that a yes? It's really good. Connor, we had a request to go back to the one to ten. What from who? Um, your very good friend Darren. I love Darren. I know. He, he has requested that we go back to the one to ten. <sighs> so now you have to choose. Stick to your guns. Darren, disapp- I'm gonna I'm gonna overrule Darren? here. I just wow. it's too much. Wow. This is a yes. This is a good. By the I way. thought it was not as good as their previous years. Wow. So this is. This year in Nevada, they, they, for, since 2015, they have teamed up with a German brewery each year to make their Oktoberfest. This year, and I'm assuming it's because of COVID, but I don't know that to be fact. I couldn't see that confirmed anywhere. They did not team up with anybody. They brewed it on their own, which is what they did prior to 2015. It's not like they've never done that before. Um, I thought it was um, sweeter than what I would expect. Okay. Um, it just didn't quite have that. You same. had it. You had it already. I, I I did buy a six pack. Yeah. Did you research that? Yeah. That's impressive. You know that. I was I was curious if you knew that. Uh, going dude, that he's, deep he's into it. I love, I love I, it. No, I I look forward to that that Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest every year because of the collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're getting a traditional. So I, you're getting an American made, mm-hmm. very well to standard beer at a great price. Yeah. In a six pack every year. Yeah. I, yeah, it's great and. That was my disappointment with it this year too, but I mean, it's still a great beer. I just always look forward to that collab right, too. Right, right, yeah. And then, and, well, and then I do the deep dive into the brewery itself, mm-hmm. who are their like find out their history, and yeah. you just miss out on, on all that that extra stuff that goes into drinking no, a beer. No, I, I like those stories a lot. Uh-huh. Like those are good, but I have to. Somebody's got to tell them directly to me. You like, won't seek them out. I'm not gonna seek them out. That's why you're great for that Thursday Thursday thing with Kevin. I just want to know. He will tell you the story. Yeah. And then you you know it. Or now. if I go to breweries and like start talking to people. But that's if you're gonna be pouring beers, you gotta know those stories, right? <laughs> you gotta that's be that actually guy. That's true. Uh, you gotta be that you guy. Gotta be that guy. It's gotta know why that's the, what it is. I but, probably need a couple more beer drinking years of experience. However, however, you come to a place like this, you've got a very well educated clientele. I mean, yeah. like like if I'm sitting it's at true. the bar, I could tell the bartender that, and then he he knows for the next person. Yeah. You know, Do I people just, come in here and they're like? I don't know. What's the lightest beer? You, like people who just don't know anything. Yeah. About. So actually, um, that's what's really fun about what we do. We have, like you said, a lot of taps. Right. Thirty-five. We have like five or six that never change for that exact reason. So, you want a light beer? Founders All Gold. You want a IPA? Bell's Two Hearted. You want a pale? Pseudo Sue. You want a wheat? Sierra Nevada's Keller Weiss. You want a stout? Obsidian Stout from Deschutes. They mm-hmm. are always on. So when someone comes in, they're like, this is what I like. 
perfect. We have that style. It's always here for you too. So we have some people who come in here and drink Founders like it's Bud Light, and I, I'm like, sure, sure. It's, it, it's not as cheap, but if you like it, man, drink it. But that's why we have it on, because I like that corner bar mentality where if someone comes in, I just like what I like, and I want to be familiar with the product, and it not always being, I have to figure out what sure. I want all the time. Yeah. Connor, have you had that Founders Solid Gold? I'm not sure that I have. I, I, I haven't either, but I, I just, someone very recently said, oh yeah, you could switch that out with, but I think it was... It was at Muchachos, I think. Something Meg. Was, yeah, Meg yeah. said you'd switch that out. Nobody would oh, ever yeah, know. yeah, she said hello, by yeah. the way. Oh, Meg's great. Awesome. Right? Yeah, that yeah. was... Yeah. 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 She was wearing the height shirt that night. She was. She I was wearing a height shirt. I kind of a little bit together. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. I was like, I think the guys are coming down. You should put that shirt on. <laughs> it's a good it shirt. Worked. It worked. I, I wear that shirt all the time. I know. It's it's a good looking logo. I didn't wear it tonight. That's all right. Love the Odell. Odell rocks, too. I'm surprised you didn't pull the trigger on your first one of the KC Pills. Have you had it before? Uh yeah, I think so. Thirty. It's got the, the, yeah, the, the royal. Oh, it's got the royal's tap handle on it and everything. Uh, I do. Sick. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty sweet. I think handle. the only place I've had it is at Kaufman, and everything tastes better at Kaufman. So I really enjoyed it. Dude, I was looking at the Instagram, the the heights, the heightstagram. Yeah. Ooh. And I like uh, that. <laughs> I might have to steal that. You can. Yeah. You, that's, Pay royalties. That's why we have know. uh uh our rum punch is called Height C. I see, I see, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but the the Ryan Rye with the whiskey. Yeah. Okay, that just seems insane to me. Yeah. So you want to? Okay. Again, story in a beer. So that beer was put into a barrel that first held Templeton Rye for four, then they emptied it, put Vermont, Vermont maple syrup in it for two months, oh, emptied God. it, then put Templeton Rye back into it emptied it so it's been through it yeah and then put that beer in it and oh I that's actually, all before the beer was in and it. i have the whiskey that came out of it the second oh. time it's got the templeton maple cask Whoa. too yeah so it's all about like having those fun little that's like, awesome pairings and everything so when we tapped it we had See, that that's up. the type of shit that i would like pay extra for <laughs> like that hipsters that the beer people who like just take pictures on instagram yeah that's the shit that we die for <laughs> oh yeah right uh, there yeah I I've had the the Ryan Ray maple and it was fantastic until I I was sitting by a fire and it was just sitting by the fire and it got warm and it got super boozy. Oh, I bet. Super boozy. It's still pretty hot. At, I mean, even right out of the tap. Yeah, maple yeah. cask finish. Yeah, dude, I polished off a Templeton Rye at uh, this golf thing that I was at a couple months ago. Me and like two other dudes one night just just hammering Templeton Rye. It was a bad call, but uh, how'd you golf? The next day was... Oh, the next day. The, well, I golfed well that day, and I was in contention in this tournament, but then the next day was poor. <laughs> That's the one thing that stinks about opening this up, is my golf game has completely gone away. You don't get I to play anymore. Golfing like three, four times a week. It really? Was, oh, yeah, I love it. I grew up on a golf course on Terra Hills, Yeah. so I used to go hit balls every single night. Oh, yeah. I, oh man, I love it. We're usually... What's your usual trek here in town? Um... I don't know. Just the public courses usually. I I live close to Eagle Run, so I just like okay. if I want to get out there and play like I play the part three course over oh, the weekend, yeah. just like to work on yeah. iron stuff and uh, wedge stuff really. Um, You're to a point where you can go out there and like work on stuff and not just not just swing. Yeah. No, I'm like I'm not good at golf. Uh-huh. Like I I shoot sub one hundred. Okay. But the only difference between me shooting 95 and me shooting 
like 85 is just being able to putt. So I'm like, I'm actually good at golf. Okay. Interesting. Putting's the, the difficult piece for I you? I can't putt. Really? Can't putt. Can't do it. Can't read it or just like... I can it? read it, but I can't get the speed right. I need like a putting lesson because I have no... I have no touch. I have... Oh. But I have touch like as a... I understand it, yeah. but I, I can't make it happen. I can't execute Interesting. I don't know what it is. I hate it, though. I, You've got it right, it. though. I mean, you get rid of three putts, man. Completely it, changes things. Totally. I would actually, like, I hit I hit straight shots. I drive the ball pretty well. Like, I'm pretty good. But you ever tried mini golf? <laughs> Do you think that would help in my putting? <laughs> yeah. Not There's actually. A lot, yeah. <laughs> you just got to, if you can get the anthill in one putt, I mean, you might, you're never two right. putt, right? Never two putt. Okay, what's this thing with the sour, uh, the sour things? Oh, that's a, uh, it's a Cider Boys Peach County Cider. So it's a peach apple hard cider. If you're looking for sweet, it's sweet. If you're not okay. looking for sweet, peach. Apple, My fiance would love this place. I, we should have came down that one day. I don't know why we didn't. Uh, yeah, you should have. It's probably COVID. What's you, you came down. Right? I did come down. Yeah, yeah you, you were with right. My my older brother. Older brother. Yeah. That's right. We oh. have a connection too. Yeah. Because we're supposed to ask you about this. Oh, this is great. Um. So, well, you go ahead. You you tell me about your connection you know, with with Timmy. Yeah. Tim and I. Have yeah, I, I do friends. want another beer. Let's let's. I'm gonna. Well, you tell the story, but yeah. I'm gonna grab this beer. What okay. do you want? Oh, I, I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm just gonna get you one. You know, yeah, do with choice. Right. The bartenders love that. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what Meg. <laughs> Would you? Do you mind grabbing me a? I'm gonna do a KC Pills. Okay. Thank you. Go Royals. Go Royals. <laughs> yeah. Um, too many beers to remember the exact time that Tim and I met. Uh huh. But it definitely was after I. It was before I moved to Lincoln. At a house called Alcatraz, it was off of like 27th and oh, Y-ish area. Okay. So over, directly behind, like within a stone's throw of De Leon's on 27th. Yeah, Street. yeah. Um, so I had some mutual friends from up here in Papillion, and I think they had known each other through some people down in Firth. And this is all okay. I'm starting to put it together, yep. which was like um, Jake Coon, and then. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the other one. But anyway, they would come over to the house and party because they were friends with one of the roommates, Randy, and then they would all go over to this house called Alcatraz and basically party over there. And he would come over sometimes with them, and then that's kind of how my connection with your younger brother, Tim. Tim, yeah. yes. Okay, so uh, when we were talking at your soft opening, you said uh, that you weren't always very nice to Tim. Yeah, I definitely said that. Okay, so I asked him. I said, hey, do you remember Joey? He goes, yeah, I know Joey, absolutely. I said, okay, well, he, he wanted to apologize for uh, for whatever happened. And Tim says, I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm supposed to ask you, what did you do to Tim? I think I was just always kind of poking at Tim. Yeah. Just giving him a shit for no reason. So I don't know if there's any one specific thing. It's just like, you ever have that one guy that you're just like, it's just kind of fun to poke fun at you. <laughs> I think he ended up being that guy at that house for me. And, you know, I'm going to go on record and say I apologize to Tim <laughs> for doing that. Don't do uh, that. Don't do that. Is he, no. down, is he down in Kansas City He's up now? in Minnesota. With but Shields? He's, yeah. Okay. But he will be moving to Colorado, still with Shields, uh, January. Okay. Was so. he ever down in Kansas City? Yeah, yes. Okay. He, he, he helped open the Overland Park store. Yeah, and there's another kid that... He was down from college. Uh, uh, big, tall guy yeah, in the Luke. golf. Luke. He, uh, he brings. 
Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Uh huh. But yeah, it was never one specific incident. It was more just like I was like, man, I feel like I was kind of a not a nice person to Tim. So I'm glad. I'm glad there wasn't like one overlying thing. He's like, yeah, he was. Yeah, this is what pissed me off about that guy. <laughs> now, for what it's worth, he he one didn't think you had anything to apologize for, and good. thought you were a nice guy. That's, I'm good. So. I try to. I try to be. Um, all right. So. Well, Connor's gone. Yeah. You have baked goods. Yeah, you, I have you've baked got baked goods. goods. What do we got going on All right. here? Um, so uh, this is an underrepresented part of 3BL is talking about baked goods. I know, not I nearly think. enough. No. Um, so the audience could probably hear we're <laughs> crinkling some foil. These are homemade Ooh. brownies, so not box brownies. These okay. are what we call, we call them sandhill brownies, and they're one of those, you ever make those gift like um, like the ball, jars, ball jar. Yeah, this is technically from that, but we don't do that anymore. You just make them. Okay, we have got the recipe as well. <laughs> um, they're a softer brownie. Oh yeah, they are. And definitely, like if we had milk, it would be good. But I don't know if I have any lactose IPAs <laughs> on right now for you. Sure, a milk stout. Milk stout. Or, uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, corner guy or not? Uh, not actually. Not. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm, right. I'm an interior guy. All right. Um, have I have I aired my grievances about brownies and baking brownies and things of that nature on this podcast before? Is talking, you guys talking cooking? Is this is this yours? Yeah. Okay. No, You're I don't. Okay. I don't think you have. Okay. I'd love to hear it. So, my grievance—it's it's nothing about me or anything I've made. I think I've made some really good brownies, but um, my wife. Yeah. Gooey. They are. Yep, and they're meant to be that way. Good. Good. My wife has always said... I'm back. Yeah, they're good. Thank you. Thanks, You're Brett. welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. What am I drinking? Saison Brett. Oh, nice. Oh. Good choice. Thanks. Boulevard. I am drinking Odell's Sippin' Pretty. Nice. Oh, okay. Because I'm wearing an Odell There shoes. you go. I like it. Smart. That was a, a big hit at a Kansas City Beer Fest I was at. Really? Sippin' Pretty. The yeah. one where you died? Yeah. Gotcha. That one. Um, didn't you have two? You died at one and didn't die at the other? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I don't remember which one specifically it was a hit at, gotcha. but it, it was definitely down there. Um, my wife has always said, yeah, it's good, but I would rather just have you make it out of the box because that's better. So I like it's been this ongoing pursuit for me to not make the best brownie I can, but to make the closest to the boxed version that I can, which seems like a... a futile pursuit because why would I want to do that? I would rather make a brownie like this that's thick and gooey and, and delicious Cheese and soft. Cheesecake brownie? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but it's like, kind of like the flaky top and everything. Oh. And like, it's just, that's what she wants a brownie to be. And, and it, like, it kills me, you know? But she and I, we, we butt heads a lot on this because, like, she has said with my cookies, she's like, yeah, your cookies are good, but they're just not what I want a cookie to yes. be. Corner guy counter or not? Sure. So you guys are you guys are talking bacon? Yeah. Oh yeah. So actually, it's kind of funny. I really enjoyed when you guys were talking to Colby. Um, uh, yeah. Right. Yo. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty good. Um, so Colby went to Johnson. Are those so ginger the, snaps? No, they're no. not. So they are chocolate cookies with chocolate and espresso chips, um, which is something. Both the cookie. Where do you get the espresso chips? It just Nestle makes them. Oh, like I just saw them on the shelf one day. I said, "I'll oh, grab these and maybe do something with them." And today was that day. So not something I've ever made before. Just kind of threw it together I this morning. Like it. I was curious. 
Um, but uh, getting back to that, Colby yeah. went to my dream school, which was Johnson and Wales. Yeah. At high school, I didn't want to play sports. I wanted to go to corner school. Like, I really wanted to go learn how to cook and everything. Yeah. And uh, they sent a rep out to talk to us because they had uh, sports, but they only had uh, baseball at one of them, and they didn't get scholarships. So we were sitting down with the rep. And I kind of figured after this happened and my dad said this to the rep, it was probably not going to be feasible. Um, my dad says, okay, everything's good here. He goes, but I just have a question. I just put a son through flight school. You're going to you're telling me it's going to take more to teach this son how to bake cupcakes than it is to fly a plane. And I was like, incredible. I was like, oh, I have no shot at getting that out. Shoot your shot, man. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of right. I mean, you're not going to kill anyone baking cupcakes. You're probably not going to fly in a plane. I just don't see how we can make this happen. Do you know how many eggs we go through in a day, sir? All right. This is expensive. Okay. Um, yeah, shout out to that brownie. Yeah, that was really good. And like you said, a glass of milk would go great right now. But you have Saison Brett. Saison Brett's going to have to do. <laughs> in a pinch, you know. <laughs> I'm not sure. If have really... more, man. Like, seriously, if you want another It's one. so good. I'm yeah. going to, but in a moment. I actually like... Why is this work with the brownie? Maybe it's just the brownies. Good. Yeah, you know this chocolate and fruit? That's a classic yeah. pairing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. With the I actually don't remember this being... Red or purple or whatever it is. Really? I don't it know. is. I don't know. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what's all going on with this brownie? Tell okay. me. Tell me more. So, like you said, spudge brownie. Um, really, it's nothing special. We don't do anything crazy to it. Um, the biggest thing is it gets regular chocolate chips and then white chocolate chips. That's the okay. kicker on it. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's something about the amount of oil and eggs in it that allow it to stay that like thick mm -hmm. as well. Um, and it, it really it's pretty tough to make that thing dry yeah you have to cook it a long time <laughs> um, but I just like it because it's fudgy it's gooey but like it's fudgy in the sense like you cut into it and the fudge doesn't just like yeah right. it's only just in like, the middle only in the middle and it, it still holds when you it's bite almost it, like so. a burger yeah and that like the nice. yeah. yeah I get yeah. that it's like it's got breads on each side huh. yeah. so I've been making those for years and it's like one of those things that we don't give the family recipe away. It's like mm -hmm. one of those things that's probably just going to die with the family. Wow. Yeah. But when the bakery shows up, let me know. Okay. Okay. I'm kind of on board with this. You, I, you, someone, can, you someone, license it out to me? Someone told me once you open one business, you want to open more. <laughs> and I've already seen that. Oh, man. And I'm like, okay. hey, we're eight okay. weeks in. I'm like, so what's next? <laughs> Mark, what would be your I second would be, business? I would be, <laughs> no, look, I'm much more interested in working for this man than, than opening my own. So. Dude, I, that's, that's so much less pressure. Every time, every time we have somebody on this podcast, they're like, "You need to do this. You need to open your, you know, you need to, you need to do your your baking, or at least sell it in some way." Yeah, you know, I can't sell it out of the home because of the cats. So, uh, just get rid of the cats. I can't. The one's not even a year old yet. No, you'll know this. What's the bakery in Eustis, Nebraska? Oh, I don't know. The pie, the really famous pie maker in Nebraska. Um, in Eustis? Yeah, in Eustis. Where's they, Eustis? The, the Ricketts By family. Farnham. The Ricketts family oh, owns yeah. it. Oh, I do By know what Farnham. you're talking about. Eustis Farnham. Um, you need to do something like that. Yeah. No, he usually moved to a little town. He just built up this bakery where there's no rent. He Did did Ricketts move him to Omaha? Like, are they still he up? shut down there. Yeah. To, like, put all the capacity here. Okay. Basically is what it was. And I don't know how much, I don't know how much capacity they had out there. I just read the headline on the article, but 
Yeah, that's a... Uh, dude, bakeries are, I think, awesome. Like, so there's Bakeries a, are back. But bakeries are never not back. <laughs> there's a... Have you ever been to the International Bakery on 20, 24th Street down in Omaha? No. It's like... Whoa, 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 whoa. 24th and what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Omaha? Like L? 24th and L okay, area. Okay, so south of It's definitely like little, I think, Little Mexico. Okay. There's an international bakery there. I have not, no. You walk in, it is like as big as this place, and there's just like little windows, and you just open and grab. There's cookies, pastries, I love places, yeah. The that, that, little that old like, downtown places. It sounds like the, the place in. by where you lived in Lincoln, the little Mexican bakery. Oh, yes. the little Mexican I mean, bakery? It's real, really the same, yeah. same sort I of concept. I, I think they called it like the... Like the Pedro shop or some shit like that. Like oh, it was know. just yeah. super weird. I've only been in there once, but you, like you grab a a school lunch tray basically and we'll yeah. load it up with your pastries mm-hmm. and right. go bang. So we need we need to set the set the score. Lincoln or Omaha guy? You, Omaha. You, Omaha. Yeah. Omaha. What's what's the reason? Well, I just I I, uh, I grew up in Omaha. I went. Uh, I love Omaha. You were you were kind of leaning Lincoln for for a while. Are we talking I about beer? Like. No. Oh, well, um, this is a separate. I mean, we can. Yeah. We can. Let's just go. Beer is Lincoln. Oh, absolutely. It's not even a question. Beer is Lincoln. Yeah. 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 I think I think the best market in the state right now is Lincoln Beer. Like you're looking at like what White Elm's doing, what Boilers doing, mm-hmm. what Zipline consistently does. Like the consistency and everything, just it always hits. It's even crazy. if you give Omaha some credit for Zipline since they have tap rooms here, Lincoln still wins. Yes, absolutely. So, so okay, compared to Omaha, because Omaha's got Cross Train, they've got you know, Beast Major, they've you know they've got things that are hitting. They're it. carrying all the weight though. It, those two are carrying all the weight. Pine, I mean, I, Joey, I know you're going to defend Pine 9, right? Like, they're, they're on the they're come getting, up. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely on the up and up. And here, here's the The ham thing. beer wasn't that bad. You like the ham beer. <laughs> I, we had it. I, I no, forgot I, about the ham I, beer. Did I give you? Yeah, yeah you, you gave me oh, the I, Al Pastor. Oh, oh, I thought I get. Is that the only one I gave you? No, no you, you gave, gave us two. Uh, Cloud. No, I gave you a Frank Sumatra. Yes. Yes. yes, which I love. I love Frank Sumatra. Because remember, we had this Coffee beers. Yeah. And then also, let's go on the record. I'll shake hands. I felt so awkward when I gave you the it was, elbow. It was <laughs> in March. I was like, oh. It was April or whatever yeah. the hell it was. It was, it was yeah. I, I hated it. I was like, yeah. what do I do? I was like, and I could tell you're like, oh, I guess I'm going to go for it. Yeah. I'm like. Oh. Because I, you know, it was new. It was very new yeah. at the time. Nobody knew exactly what to do. Now yet. all you do is shake a hand, slap some sanitizer on that thing, and yeah. call good. I would way rather do the whole, oh, gosh, oh, man, I don't know. Should I shake your hand? But, rather than, than come in with an elbow. Oh, like, I, I'm I so glad the elbow thing. But here's the deal: at, at least people know now which guy they are. Yeah. Like I think I've turned into a fist pound guy. Okay. Like I, I, but but I just I I confidently go in with the fist pound. Big a fit, big fist pound guy all the yeah. time anyway. Confidently yeah. go in with the fist pound. Do you? Yeah. And and if that's because before it was just like yeah. See, I, I think I've I've learned I'm an awkward. I don't know what to do. No, guy. you can't but, be that guy. No, but that, like that that is that is. Who I am, just in general, anyway. It's true. So, so I just play that up and be like, hey, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you make a thing out of it, yeah, sure. Right. All right. What were we talking about? Ham, ham beer. The ham, ham beer. beer. We like ham beer. So it was. Uh, <laughs> it was April. That was the night we were doing. We were one of our Zoom ones. One of our. Oh, that's right. One yeah. Of our Zoom yeah. ones. That was the night I got. Wasted. Oh, I, got, I handed it off to both of you. I, right, separately. Yeah. Yes. And I drank like f- 
five tall boys in the two hours or whatever it was, and more and more and more. It was it was the drunkest I've ever been. On was that the night you far. you went hard on like the Zamoras or? Am I making that up? I don't think so. Okay. That was a different time. Okay. <laughs> you you went way harder on Zoom 3BLs. I did. Because you were Because home. I was home. Yeah. I was in my basement. <laughs> really jealous of that. Dude, it was nice. <laughs> okay, but back to it. So, I just think more beers drank in Omaha, but better beer is made in Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. I just... That's it. I really think so. I... This is just me being non-biased and living in Lincoln and living in Omaha. Truly believing that what those guys down there are doing is just above. This is as a whole. There are definitely pockets up here, but as a whole, I just love what Lincoln's doing. And not that I don't like like Benson or any of the ones down by you know on in, in Midtown. In Midtown, yeah. yeah. But I just don't think about them. Like I just uh, I, I can't name you a beer that they have. Yeah. I guess except for vanilla bean from from infusion from infusion, which is fine, is what it is. You know what I really like from them? I went down to their little Bohemia place uh-huh. and uh, had the pistachio porter. pistachio porter. Yeah, that was really fucking good. We've had that on the podcast before, really early on, um, and I remember you liking it. And I think I think you liked it more than me, which surprised me. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't found something from them yet. Yeah, that I I've, I've gone to their tap room three or four times and I've always walked away disappointed, hmm. which is a bummer because I don't like. Do you like? You're big on things taste like what they say. Yeah, yeah. We have vanilla bean s'mores on right now. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of it is what it, it says it is. Right, right. And at the end, like at the end of it, I still have to like what that is, but. That's the other half. I can I can appreciate it or I can like it, you know, yeah. kind of two different uh-huh. two different conversations. I just maybe it's the community part of it too. Like I feel like we know that like we know Colby and White Elm. Sure. I feel like the familiar faces at Zipline. Same thing with Boiler almost as uh, well. Cosmic Eye. I don't know, you almost don't get that in Omaha quite as much. <laughs> except okay. for at Cross Train and Vice Major. Really? At Vice Major? Yeah, like I, the guy who rides this motorcycle, he looks like Will Forte. He looks like uh, I call him Tandy. Okay, does, his name's not Tandy at all, but <laughs> that's what I always say when I go in there. Okay. Is he, is he the brewer or is he? I don't know. He, he's okay. always there. Yeah. That, I think maybe that's my problem there, and and with a lot of them is, I don't know the people behind the beer. Yeah, you know, yep. like they don't necessarily make that's that part, part of, of the brand. It, it should be a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the stories and all that. That's part of the story. But I like Omaha better. I'm just, I'm just an Omaha guy. Yeah, I, I just am. Lincoln beer. Although I will tell you, some of my favorite food is down in Lincoln. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, from where? Huge, huge on Super Taco. Okay. Nice. Huge on. Just went there. Was that the first time you had had it the other day? No, I've been. I hadn't been to the OG Super Taco yet. Oh, okay. I went to the one in the mall, oh. and the guy told me to get the. I, I asked him. I went to the one in the mall, and I asked him, "What's Langua?" Yeah. And he was like, "The beef tongue, yeah. cow tongue." And I was like, "Sweet, give me that." And it was he great. was making fun of me a lot. It was was really it good? good? Yeah. I've never had it. Yeah, yeah it's good. Okay. Just yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good stuff. Um, and then I can't find a fix up here like Bonwich Cafe. Mm. 
Yeah, can't. Yeah. Yeah, I there's the closest thing I found was down W. It was good, but it just wasn't it. That place is gold. I went I lived like right next to that for multiple years and went there a couple times. Good stuff. I need to that go again. Little I Vietnamese yeah. area right there. That 27th and uh, uh, Vine. Oh, what's yeah. the, the the pho place that's right there? Pho Factory. Pho Factory. Yeah. Pho Factory. Pho. Is it not pho? It's pho. Pho? Yeah. Uh, that's way worse. <laughs> it should be pho. So that, um, you've got, personally, I think better food in De Leon's and Abelardo's. I think I think De Leon's is better than Abelardo's. It's close, and I used to like Abelardo's better, but something happened. I think they started putting lettuce in my burrito, and I didn't oh, like that. Oh, no. I didn't want that. I didn't, oh, I didn't want lettuce. I'm sorry. I'd say if you get it from the 108th and L one, that's the best one. And then they started adding all these locations. They added one, yeah, 108th and L. It's just a little like you're really? like next to the Valentino's Soup Grand Buffet. Oh yeah, that's no more. There's one right on the corner. There. man. Yeah, that's like that's probably your childhood too. Not there. No, I, I go to Valentino's Grand Buffet. The, actually, there was one on Maple up north. Oh, and that still exists. I don't know. They were both there when I lived in right off the interstate. Omaha. Yeah, uh, right off. They, they both existed when I lived here. So yeah. Wait, so that Valentino's Super Buffet shut down? Gone. Yep, no longer there. Dang. Right? So I didn't know there was an Abelardo's there. There's an Abelardo's. But there's an Abelardo's now over on 72nd in Giles. Okay, so there's an Abelardo's everywhere now. Yeah. So I just saw one in Bellevue. They put one at 120th and Fort. Uh, they put one out west. Like, they're everywhere now. They went big. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, too it, hurt, big. maybe it hurt the quality. Their distribution got too wide. They, they went uh, tall grass. Uh, All right. So they're they're brewing out of tap. There's someone still brewing. Yeah, stuff. they still exist. They're, so they're they're just a tap room, I think. Yeah. So this happened the same thing. Like so, uh, you heard Boulder kind of did the same thing, right? Boulder beer. Oh yeah, so yeah. I like, forgotten like, that. Drop yeah. shake, uh, hazed and confused. Right. Well, all of a sudden I stepped, kept seeing it on their store shelf, and I was like, this stuff's got to be so old. It's eight months after. Right. This. right. Apparently, someone picked it up and was contract brewing it for them. They oh, really? Had, yeah, so it's still technically fresh beer mm. underneath their name, but it's, it's not out of their brewery. How do you feel about that? Like the domino whole, effect. The whole contract brewing thing. Oh, yeah, like, um, like Or uh, Hop Louia. Or... If, if it tastes good, it tastes good. Yeah. Right? But it almost never tastes as good. Yeah. It like, seems weird to me. There's, there was a place, I was looking at breweries in Chicago, and there's one that exists. They're, they are solely a contract brewer. And they've got a tap room and everything where you can come yeah. in and, and drink all these different brands of beers that, that they're making there that aren't theirs. They're, they're, but they, they're allowed to keg them and serve them there in the tap room. But that's their sole existence is brewing other people's recipes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, for a while, uh, Topling Goliath was doing that and brewing out of Florida. So you could actually see the can and see if it was out of Florida or Iowa. Huh. And then now that they've built a little bit larger wow. space, everything's out of Iowa now. What a scam. Well, uh, uh, what, who, who, the Cigar City's doing it out of yeah uh, Denver or Colorado. They, yeah, because they've got uh, technically Cigar is also Oscar Blues, which is also like... Is that, is that yeah, it? Yeah, so their, their connection is like kind of using the same. My first experience with that was Boulevard when they signed on with um, uh, Gang and... Devel. Uh, yeah, and then one out, one out west. Firestone, thank you, yeah. yeah. And so they were, they were talking about canning. And I said, wow, you guys, you can. Like, well, 
we don't. Yeah. They do it huh. for us. Hmm. And that might be different now that Boulevard's, they've expanded their operation. I think for... I feel scammed by that, but for some reason. I do, too. I do, too. But there are also some positives to that, because then you've got, um, if you look at, like, Boulevard, they're starting to do, like, the really unique barrel-age stuff that Firestone have been doing for Uh so long. They are. Because they can get the buying power, and now that they have all the space that Firestone had, and you can do all your barrels here, you can mix them, and then you can still delineate, this is this brand, this is that brand. So it's it, it has its positives. If it results sure. in better things, then I guess I'm down for it. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I, it's it's still just like the you hipster. Want it's just the hipster in me. Like I, yeah. I like the small thing. You yeah. know, like cross drink can still do yeah awesome barrel aged yeah. stuff. White Elm can still do awesome barrel aged stuff, and they're tiny. You know, so I'm with you. But it's it's, it's I mean they're living in two different worlds. I I, I compared. Uh, apple Brady from, from Colby to some Apple Brandy thing that, that Boulevard does and he says well yeah of course ours is better because we're tiny and they have to do it in such a huge scale there at Boulevard it's just not going to be why does that inherently make it worse like it shouldn't if it's scaled well, correctly but you, it should like I, but you just have to have so much more of it yeah, you know right like, like only, there are only so many Apple Brandy barrels that exist Especially of a like, certain like, quality. If, if you were to tell me, like, if they did, if they did that at Boulevard, huge, huge batch distributed everywhere, but they just wrote on it "small batch," <laughs> people would buy the shit out of it. Oh, I'm sure, and they did. You know, they they did. So I don't know. Like, it shouldn't make a difference, does it? It's all good. He's going to take care of business. Like a proprietor should. Stuff's happening. I don't know. Stuff's happening. Who was it? I don't know. He was wearing a mask. I couldn't see his face. It was a man? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat another brownie. <laughs> yeah. No more judging eyes over here. All right, so. We're, his brownies uh, are way better than my cookies. We're an hour deep. How much longer do you think we're going to go? Oh, probably another couple hours. I was thinking maybe another 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> we're, we've only had two beers so far. Dude, we're good. We have, like, to, we have to have three beers, though. All right. I mean. What's your next beer? You picked this time. Okay. Oh fuck! We were going. Do you want you want to, you want to pause? Sure. I'll go get some beers. Sure. Did we rate the last beers? Yeah, no. I said good. Did good. you? <laughs> what was your last beer? I don't even know. Uh, my last beer pretty. was sipping pretty. No, I, we didn't rate them actually. We didn't rate the first beer, but they were both good. All we know is you liked Oktoberfest. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Oh, so we're doing thumbs up. We're not. We're not. No, do good. what you want. You, you're sticking to the scale. Uh, yeah, except I haven't done the scale in like a month. I know we've had too many road shows. Oh, that's true too. Um, but also, I feel weird doing it if you're not. I feel really pretentious then. Well, that's the point. <laughs> I'm trying to do this to be less pretentious. <laughs> I ask you to do one pretentious thing. I think the whole goal of drinking beer is to be pretentious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you have a point. The my ratings were starting to not make any sense. I had no, I had no base. That's why I stopped putting them on the website. Yeah. Honestly, for that reason, it's because like it, it it feels weird to put them up against each other. Right. Because then I go back on the website and I look at it and I'm like, well, 
we had this and I rated it at 7.8, but now I think it's a 4.6. Like, that's impossible. Yeah. yeah. But that was happening. So I just feel like I was a fraud. And uh, well, what if we s- simplified the scale to like a one to f- like whole number one to five? So untapped. Yes. Oh, no. But but even 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 simpler. You know, it's the same like, thing we're, but different. We're, we're not going four point seven five or three point two five. Only whole numbers. Whole numbers one to five. Is that a? Is that I think so. Three three is your average. Right. I mean, this, three this, three is is three. What well, I get? You have to decide. Because two is bad and three is good. Right. Right. I'm just I'm looking for a compromise. Everything's no. gonna be in between I'm two and three. Looking for a compromise. Sure. Everything <laughs> I'll agree to that scale. Or what if what if we, we completely scrapped the old thing but but kept it, you know, one to ten, but but just widened it. What does that mean? Like like we make five average. A whole numbers. We not necessarily. But but you just you spread it out more. So instead of being from six point eight to eight point two. No, I like the one to five whole numbers better. Really? Yeah. I want more nuance than that. I want. I I want to be able to give nuance. Well, you can once again you can do whatever scale you want. (laughs) So you're all thumbs up, thumbs down. I. I, That's my preferred scale, but I will make a sacrifice if it needs to be made. You're still on the traditional. I feel like yeah, but I I wouldn't mind opening it up a bit. By the way, what am I drinking now? Oh, thank you for asking. You are drinking, since it got brought up, Infusions S'mores Vanilla Bean Blonde. Okay. I am very susceptible to marketing and advertising, so I went with McKellar's Fun with Pooter. There you go. And I don't know what Joey's drinking. Uh, I am drinking Knee Deep's Lupulin River. Oh. So. Is it the first IPA of the night? Wow. It actually, it might be. Wow. Yeah, All right. Is. Way to go, guys. IPA's... Yeah, it's on the downhill side. They're out. IPAs are canceled. Out. Yeah, they're out. Hazy's are Hazy's canceled. Hazy's I, are definitely canceled. Oh, still? Well, it's like yeah. a one episode. They're back, and then they're not. <laughs> Just like beer. <laughs> oh, oh, we will have one good Hazy. Like, yes, I'm in. And then I just don't know. And then he will I, have the heartburn later. It's like, nope, out. I honestly have no idea why. It's just sometimes I I taste it. I'm like, eh, I get it. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. I, I can't explain. But this goes back to the scale thing. I can't describe. I can't describe to you what I'm feeling. I just am. I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Okay. Um, so what do you think? One to five whole numbers. Do what you want, man. All right. My Go. previous. Tell me about sipping pretty. Uh, sipping pretty was. Can you, can you at least like still give some reasoning? Some some sort of thoughts on it, other than yeah, good. Really? Really? You, you can even you can even still <laughs> look. I would take yes or no if you if you talk about it. You can go yes or no or and, and, and talk about it. All right. Um, all right. No, no. One to five is actually better. <laughs> one to five, no talking about it. <laughs> one, one to five, I'll talk about it a little bit. Four. <laughs> Done. Uh, I thought pretty was a four. Um, I liked it. But I, and I, and I didn't hate it, and I didn't think it was medium. I thought it was above average. What what flavors did you get from it? There were um, fruit notes. Okay, notes of fruit. It was purple. Um, sour. Yeah. It was, it was sour. Tart. Um, See, I know you can go beer nerd. I can't. I know you can. 
and you're just refusing to. I just forgot. Like, let me let me do this. Let me let me try this. What was his first one? I forget what his first one was. Uh, the Oktoberfest. Oh, Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Tastes like an Oktoberfest. Ooh, ooh, the spores. I'll say this. I don't mind vanilla bean. Uh-huh. It gets a bad rap because, you know, it's very widely distributed. Same thing with, like, uh, what is it? What is it? the zipline one? Somebody, Cover up. somebody tweeted at me. I don't know when this... We have that on tap right now, by the way. Cover I saw that. Yeah. Somebody tweeted at me. Um, I was Does at... it get a bad rap? No, but vanilla bean does. But here's yeah. my kicker. Don't mean to cut you off. Vanilla bean out of a can bottle, out. Vanilla bean on tap, in. Mm. Okay, that's different. I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna find this. Uh, this tweet for you because I couldn't tell if it was serious or not. Um, but somebody like recommended copper alt to me. <laughs> like you never. Like, hey man, I found this beer. I, I think know you've, you've been love in it. Lincoln for the last five to seven years. <laughs> I know you love Zipline IPA. Have you heard of Copper Alt? I know you host a beer podcast. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, okay, oh, yeah. I don't so know. here it is. It was just a tweet. It was just a Thirsty Thursday tweet, and it was the Zipline Red IPA. They did the Red IPA. Okay, yeah. And this guy said, if you haven't tried their Copper Alt, you should. Very tasty. <laughs> and he was definitely serious. <laughs> I agree. Copper alt is very. Tasty. And I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I can't remember the last time I had a copper alt. Really? Yep. I've had them recently, but only because they've been in our work fridge for over a really long time. So I've been drinking them. You should have a copper alt. They're tasty. You might have a copper alt. They're, they're tasty. This, uh, this is like a vanilla bean with a s'mores. I think you hit the nail on the Hint head there. to it. Yeah. I mean, he he gets it. <laughs> Notes of Graham. <laughs> Chocolate. Touch <laughs> a marshmallow on the nose. In there. But it's subtle. Subtle is a word beer people always nice, say. Nice, yeah. It is it actually is subtle. I thought my chai was subtle. I, I I don't think that I have as I I don't think I could go beer nerd as much as you think I can go beer nerd. I could fake beer nerd, but I don't think I can actually do it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I can fake it. Like I do on Thursday Thursday sometimes. But Kevin just tells me what I'm tasting. That's true. And then once it's yeah. planted, yep, it's there. So what was your what was your call on the second one? Okay, my second one was saison bread. Yeah, which I've, I've definitely had before. I hadn't had. Um, I probably haven't had it in a few years. Saison uh, bread's in my wheelhouse. I love a good saison, and I love if, if you're gonna throw some sour. That's why I love White Elms saison. It's got some Brett in there. Does it? Yeah, it does. I didn't know that. Um, at least it, it originally did. Okay. I, sh- I should say that. I'm pretty sure it does. Um, but not not to the extent that a Saison Brett would, you know, not to the point where you're putting it in the name. Yeah. Um, but it, it's got a, a, a tinge of that, that tart that you get from that. Um, no, like, that's that's my jam. I love Brett beers. Yeah. Uh, but I'm 365. Enough, I, but not enough people do them. Wild, yeah. wild ales. There you go. Yep. Absolutely. See, he's a, he's a beer guy. I know he it. Gets it. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. I love wild ales. That's how I... Saison's were really my first, uh, like, dive into craft really? beers. Tank 7? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wait, these, this is pretty good. And kind of tart, kind of... Man, that, that's a beer I haven't had in a long time. Yeah, Tank 7. So we have... Uh, 
blonde fatale on yeah. from pastry right now, uh-huh. which a lot of people absolutely love. As soon as they try, they're like, oh, this is more than just beer, but it's still beer. And then we have Tank 7 in the back because I love bringing through some of those. Because you get so many beers at this point. Like, you're just like, I get fatigued. Just, again, give me something I'm familiar with. Love it. Give it. I'll drink that. Yeah. I don't have to think about it. Yep. Like, that's what I love about, like, the Casey Pills is I literally just, you drink a beer and you don't even yeah. have to think about it. You yeah. know, you're familiar with it. You know what you want to. I've got, we, I've got a, a, some, some beers from Iowa Dave sitting around from pre-COVID that we were supposed to do. Oh, wow. And then COVID hit and we decided we're just doing Nebraska beers. So they sat there. You decided that. I, it was decided. <laughs> the decision <laughs> happened. Um, but one of them, we were supposed to do a comparison of the Blonde Fatale and then I think it's the barrel-aged Blonde Fatale. Have them side by side. And I think I think we had the barrel-aged because it's called Triple B. Something Shaq, like that. Barack? Shaq and Barack in the crowd tonight. Wow. Nice. Side by side. Sorry. I just... He's actually talking? <laughs> what is this? Are they doing an interview I... with Barack in the fake crowd? He knows Barack. Is that Kareem? That's Kareem. Wow. Star-studded at the NBA Finals tonight. As you would expect. Bill, is that Bill Walton? <laughs> and, and Dirk? And Dirk. <laughs> this is out of control. Man. <laughs> they should have done a virtual red carpet. <laughs> the heater on a 13-0 run? Let's go. Oh, shit. Let's go. The heat. I have a bet on them to win game one and the whole series at, like, plus Okay, so you're a sports bet guy, right? 500. They have yeah. to hit both? Yes. Game one and the series? Game one and win the series. Okay. You're a sports bet guy, right? I'm a sports bet what's guy. What's happening to home field advantage in the NFL? Is Vegas have no idea what's going on? They don't have any idea what to do right now. So can and you make money off of it? Yeah. Okay. Are they still giving you the three points well, or whatever? Well, basically, I mean, I don't know what... I'll use the Chiefs-Ravens thing as an example. The Ravens were three-and-a-half-point favorites. And maybe people thought that the Chiefs were, you know, stumbling or whatever because they played two not so Chiefsy games in the right. first two weeks. Specifically, the, the second I don't know, one. but I would have those team teams relatively even yeah. on neutral field. So I was like, okay, Chiefs plus three and a half. Yes, that's where it hit. Yeah. Yes, plus three and a half. Yes, the Ravens were three oh. and a half point favorites. Okay. Okay. And everyone was betting on the Ravens. It was, it was in Baltimore? Yes. Yes. Home field advantage does not exist. This is showing how important it is. It doesn't is. exist. Well, it, it's crazy. It's it's so much fun to like be like, so I can't imagine being like a sports guy in base. Like, I'm not willing to take anything right now. But you have to like, you got to figure it out. You know, yeah. like you got to, you got to make sure that that's the case. Because in all, because in the, in the different sports, it's different. Like, I don't know if it's made that much of a difference in, Baseball, obviously. I don't bet on baseball. Um, basketball's been super weird. Super weird. Just like weird results. Um, and I, I guess I'm not sure how the NFL's gone, but I think. Do you do any NCAA or not? Yeah. A lot of college stuff. What the hell happened last? There has been so many, and I don't know if it's due to home field advantage, but just due to. The fact that we don't know where some of these teams are, like how much have they practiced and anything like that. I've bet almost all like double digit underdogs and they almost always cover. Well, what's her face didn't cover this uh, last week? Alabama didn't cover. Alabama I had a guy who came in and said he was taking Alabama as a 30, 
four yeah. point no. favorite. And I, I was like, really? Don't do that. I was like, I don't know who they're playing. And I, when I found out it was Mizzou, it was like, not a smart move. Conference game, first of the year? Mm-hmm. No thanks. Oklahoma was minus 27 and a half. I was like, easy, K-State. And then they won. And then they won. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's It's been wild. Mark's eating another brownie, which makes a lot of sense. Joey's walking away. I haven't haven't had a second brownie yet. You've had two. I've only had one. I didn't mean that in a (laughs) negative. It's fine. (laughs) All right, we're at an hour ten. (laughs) But who's counting? I don't have anything left to talk about, except for what's in this bottle. Yeah, I think we're still drinking. This beer sucks. Not good. (laughs) Uh, it's, It's like a one or a two. Can I try it? Yeah. You should try this one, too. So the fun thing about owning a bar is there's two things. One is you get a lot of beer, even though you buy a lot of beer and sell a lot of beer. People just come in and give you random beer. The second is you get people bringing in weird stuff, like just like 100 rounds of 45 ammo, and you're saying, hey, just here you go. What? (laughs) That happens? It's weird. Yeah. I don't know what that's about, but he, uh, we have a regular who loads his own ammo. And everything oh, comes up from, yeah. from Lincoln and loads his own ammo. Yeah. And so I was like, here, give this to your dad because I know your dad shoots. Nice. Dude, all right. <laughs> nice. So now you got the bullets. Oh, yeah. Is that is that the weirdest thing you get? That's the weirdest thing so far. Yeah. Yeah. I would say probably so far. Um. Okay, so the people that bring in beer, because I've, I've definitely heard of people doing that. Like, yeah. Uh, go on vacation, bring back stuff for my... My, uh, my beer friends back home and bring it to a bar or a brewery or whoever. And maybe I'm just too selfish, but I wouldn't do that. So here's here's my standard on it. If uh, someone, whether it's a brewery rep, whether it's like someone like yourself walking in from vacation, like sharing beer, the first thing I do is I say, okay, who's here tonight? If I have some regulars, I go, hey, I'm going to share this. Yeah. This is not for me. This is for everybody because everyone here is spending money at the business. I want them to have, like, hey, and you'd be surprised at how much that, like, is a lot of fun for people coming in here. It's like, oh, this is free, and I've never had it. Sure, yeah. I don't have to pay for this. This, yeah. is, this is great. That's huge. Yeah. So That's the whole beer share environment. So I probably yeah. have, like, a dozen beers back there that reps and the people from out of town bring, and I wait until there's a moment where the staff is here, we've got some regulars, that person who brought in is in here, and then we go, all right, let's all try it. Nice. And see, like, because... I, you're coming in here, spend money. I've got so much beer. Like, to, I don't know what to do with it. Like, for me to sit here and drink it by myself is a little, sure. a little weird. Sure. So that's why I got. Well, what good is it if you're not sure? Like, so you, you don't have the experience of like, oh, I remember that beer. That beer was oh, good, yeah. or you thought it was good and I thought it was bad. Like, I don't know. That's the whole thing, right? So this was a callback to a long episode ago. You said you're big on Cigar City, right? Yes. Okay. So this is something I bought probably a year ago. Whoa. This is their. 10th anniversary Imperial Stout. Okay. So this is the one you have to go there with a, to get it with the ticket, oh, too. So I bought this about four of these off a guy, and I have the Maple Imperial. This is the regular, and we're going to pop it open. Sure. Wow. Because I know you like the Cigar Stout. I'm in on Cigar City, yeah. So. I, I, it's it's a very minimal experience with them, but yeah. yeah. I've had it. It's so. good stuff. All right, sweet. So I haven't even had this yet. I've got uh, a couple Ooh. other bottles in the back. I was just saying, it's stout season. So what, what can you tell us oh, about you this? you can smell it. <laughs> so I think um, if I'm 
not mistaken, this is like uh, basically. Uh, it's a beast. Mex- it's like a Mexican imperial style, so it's got like those chilies, the chocolate. Hell yeah. It let smells me, spicy. Let me, let me make yeah. sure. Does it really? Let me make sure on that one. It's been a while since I've looked into it. I mean, judging by all the, like, I don't know, Aztec, Mayan, whatever. Racist. Yep. Uh, imagery on the bottle. You, uh, that the direction I would expect it to be. Connor, I agree. Your beer is bad. It's not good. But thank you for getting it. The s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for getting Put it on your tap. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad I tried it. Try this one though. What is it? That's the fun with Fooder from Mint uh, Keller. It's supposed to be a sour with coconut and mango. That's really good. Yeah. I agree, though, Joey. Zero coconut. Right? No coconut. I didn't get any coconut. I get, I get at sour, all. I get mango. I don't get coconut. Um, what's so. Sour, mango, coconut. Yeah, no coconut. Which is fine with me. No coconut. Except, no ah, coconut. I just see no. what you did. I want it to be there only because you said it's there. So give me the spiel. But I don't actually want it there. I've been waiting for this. Give me the spiel on the rating system. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you can you can, um, you can can do whatever system you want. We have our own. <laughs> we, we do our own thing. You might have to take that out of the spiel. You can do um, anything you please. So you can do thumbs up, thumbs down. You can do one through five, one through ten. You can do shower curtains. Uh, Tur- I've seen turtles. Turtles, t- any any zoo animals. Uh, you know, like, like a teacher sort of scale. Yeah, A B C D, whatever you feel Not like. E, but F. F, yeah. Uh, satisfactory, unsatisfactory. So uh, whatever you see fit and what and, and would fit in with your deal. All right, uh, you can I'm, do. I'm gonna go. I don't think anyone's done this. I'm gonna do emojis. Oh, nice. Oh, this is good. Okay, okay, okay. Who uh, says? Was it Matt Walsh that just said grown men shouldn't do emojis? Who's Matt Walsh? This guy. Celebrity. I don't know Matt Walsh. Anyway. I think there's too many emojis. I think Pete, I think there's um, the the brand accounts and their use of emojis, like whether it's individual sports teams or like Sports Center or ESPN tweeting out some video. Yeah. Like, you don't have to put an emoji in every tweet. I don't think they know that. <laughs> That's what I think. Emojis are good. Yeah, there is overuse. You're not Gen Z, though, you know? like, Dude, I'm telling you, there was this tweet the other night that was from... We it completely was like, cut you off. That's all right. Sorry. It was like Sports this Nation. Is bomb. Or, yeah, it's it smells crazy. It was Sports Nation. And uh, I'm going to find it. Is Sports Nation, and they tweeted out some shit about how, uh, oh yeah, Antetokounmpo versus Leonard in the NBA Finals, just like we all expected. And then it has a picture of Giannis's brother and Myers Leonard. Okay, sure. And then they did popcorn that. emoji and laughing, crying emoji. Why? So now it seems like you're laughing at your own joke. That's exactly what they're doing. It was already yeah. funny. Right. It, it was good. It was a good tweet. You just didn't need the laughing, crying emoji. It made it way less funny for me. You don't have to have an emoji in every tweet. But it does kind of set the tone for the tweet. You know, like, because otherwise people are like, uh, that's not Giannis. 
Okay, but that That's would be just stupid. That that would be yeah, just dumb. Yeah, but it but it, it you don't have to pander to the dumb idiots. Nah, you kind of do. No, it's the internet. It's you, supposed you to be funny. Do. I don't need an emoji to tell me it's funny. I don't. Do you? How often do you use emojis? I use a couple. Do you? Yeah. I use um. Let's see what I got going right now. Side eye emoji. Love that. Well, sure. Train. <laughs> I love train emoji. I like the virus emoji. I like what's the virus emoji? Is this on my update? It's uh, <laughs> it's this guy right here. Oh, what? I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's like a little green ball with the. <laughs> uh, that one's good. I, I do the goat emoji. I do the trash can emoji. Uh, that's pretty much it. I used to use the poop emoji a lot, but not so much anymore. The chocolate ice cream emoji. Yeah. Chocolate ice cream. I like I'm that. Past that stage of my life. All right. So uh, on the on the emoji scale, okay, I'm gonna start back at uh, fun with fooder. I think after thinking that one over, it's the guy with the finger and the chin, kind of looking mm. like figuring out like where's mm. the coconut. What is this? I, I, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it was good, but I was just like, don't put coconut in the name if I'm not gonna get coconut. Okay. So I think that's... That's fair. That's fair. That's I like the guy, if we're going down that road, I like the guy with the magnifying glass. Oh, that's your pretentious craft beer guy. He's great. He's great. <laughs> uh, I like that guy, yeah. <laughs> Irrelevant to what we're talking about. But no, but it's, it's a good a, emoji. It's a good yeah. emoji. It's a good emoji. Um, I'm going to go with the Casey Pills. It's exactly what I expected. And I'm just kind of, you know, not like, not like super smile guy, but like just the very just, like. Just a good old fashioned smile. The closed mouth, yeah. thin line This smile. is what I want. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. This is a beer. I like that. What um, about the brownies? Classic emoji for classic The brownies? Beer. Yeah. Is it fair to rate my own brownies? I, I can do it. I'll, I'll find Yeah, rate, rate uh, the brownies because I don't. I'm going with like the explosion emoji. Like it, head? head? No, 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 not the head one, but like like just, just straight explosion. Yeah. Because. Uh, that's kind of what it was. It's I would an say explosion of chocolate in my mouth. I would say oh, yeah. uh, this guy. He's got a happy face and he seems pretty content, but he's got a tongue hanging out of the side of his oh, mouth. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I yeah see, like he's see. kind of in like a food coma. Yeah. So sometimes they use the upside down face too. Oh, I don't know I, what that means, I, but I like never, it. I have never used that it. That might be my favorite. I really emoji. like it. I think uh, it's like sarcasm, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, isn't that kind of? Yeah. The vibe. I think it's like a "this is great" kind of thing. Like <laughs> kind of that. That's what you would. <laughs> um, I feel like the one emoji I don't understand on social media is the winky face. Like, are they are they trying to subdue me? What, yeah. what do they want from me? It's probably a sex thing. The, egg, uh, <laughs> the eggplant is a sex thing. Well, yeah. The peach. Yeah. The peach. Yeah, that's butt. <laughs> um, well, oh, okay. We rated the. The brownies. I didn't hear anything on the cookies. Cookies. And, and, and no. Okay, so cookies, for me, go through some fun because I appreciate that difference and it's, so I'm a baker, I'm a cooker. Uh-huh. I didn't know those chocolate chips existed. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on board. So now I just need to figure out what it is. Yeah, take, a, take a peek. Take a look. Oh, the other one that is definitely just a sex one is the drooly face. <laughs> the what? The, the, this guy, like, I the see. Long face. Yeah, when I see when I see that on social, like, yeah, or, business, I'm like businesses. I'm like, uh, even the water the droplet. The water drops. That's what the water. Say. The That's water sex. droplet is a sex yeah. thing too. Freaking kids, man. 
let me give my criticism of the cookies before before you, you give the give criticism me. on these. I think this one's a sex Rip. thing too. Oh, really? So? He looks like he's got a fever. He's sweaty and he's hot. Yeah, he's but he's unhappy. Yeah. All right, what's your criticisms on the cookies? My criticism on the cookies. Um, so I used half espresso chocolate chips, half regular chocolate chips, and it made it really hard to get a good balance of the two. So each cookie is a, is different from each other. I had one cookie earlier. It had one espresso chip on the side, and the rest of it was just a, a chocolate cookie. Uh, so I think from cookie to cookie, there's a lot of variation. Two, I thought they were a little... Lakers came back. Almost, like, gritty. Um, they look gritty. The, yeah, and I'm not quite sure why that is, except I added extra sugar to balance off the extra cocoa that I put in. And I, I was modifying a different recipe, so I was kind of playing it by ear this morning at 5.30 in the morning. Damn. Um, so, so there are some tweaks that I would make to it. Um... I like how seriously you take it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you, you really care about I, it. I do, and it's like, it, one thing that bothers, I, I was telling you how my wife doesn't like my brownies. The other thing, like my pancake recipe, she has told me, don't mess with that, I like it. That's important. It, you get to that point, but, it is what it is. But I, I you personally, don't like it, you don't like it? I, no, I do. But for me, it's this constant search for better something else always yeah like yeah. how can i be better and she says no don't tinker with it i like it like, but it but it could be better and and on the path to better because you know sometimes you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna some screw rooks. up yeah you're yeah gonna screw up and she's like i but if you're making pain like if that's our meal then i want it to be good and edible and wow so I, you almost have to have practice pancakes. Yeah, right. That are just completely separate from from anything else. That's where you bring in. That's where you bring in shit for your, your work friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we had a dozen of these cookies mm-hmm. at the office today, and uh, why Joey's going to take home whatever's in that I bag. <laughs> um, okay. So the emoji for the cookies. I don't know how to explain this one because it's not a popular one, but it's the guy with the eyebrows. And then he's got the circle eye and circle mouth because I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? That, that like, might also be a sex emoji. <laughs> I, I want to be caught me by surprise. Uh, or, is, or is that one the sex emoji? The no, oh, yeah, no eyebrows. Yeah, the no, no eyebrows. eyebrows. <laughs> That's right. a bigger mouth. You're if right. you have no eyebrows, that means sex. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> but no. Those are really interesting because I love coffee. I love messing around yeah, with coffee. Yeah. We're working on a coffee old-fashioned mm. here, too. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, so we, we're we more than just beer here because I know that not everyone likes to drink beer all the time as well. So we do uh, – actually, one of our best sellers besides the Height C is a mint cucumber Moscow mule. Yeah. People love it. Okay. Absolutely love it. Nice. Were you – because I remember talking to you about this a little bit during your – well, when I was here last time um, – and you said it kind of caught you by surprise how popular the cocktails were. Yeah. Is that something you, you had always planned to be part of, of what you do? Or? No. Um, like, so the biggest inspiration on me for the cocktails was definitely Josh down at Port. Okay. So when Josh is, uh, probably known him about five years now. And when I was talking about doing this, him and Tim were already working on Port. And he's like, I was like, told him, we're beer only. We're only going to do yeah. beer. Cause he goes, rethink it. Really? Because I'm just telling you, rethink it. And I said, okay. So I gave a little thought. Kind of went around a little bit and thought, well, there's no good cocktail places in this area, too. So let's do something a little bit, but, like, not full-blown and see how it works. 
and we're killing it with hmm. with mule with, with, with that mule with yeah. height C and with old fashioned. Mules are fantastic. We uh, so the thing I want to do with the the cocktails is like you go to downtown Omaha, you get some fantastic cocktails, right? You're paying like fifteen dollars a cocktail. Sure. Yep, sure. We're nine dollars all in for all of our cocktails at the, on the high end, nice. and like just because we want people to come out that helps. Yeah, because we know that not everyone wants to drink beer, but if we can keep you around because there's beers priced at nine dollars and cocktails, you understand like this is kind of the price point in this business. Yeah. We understand yeah. what we're getting into. Yeah, um, but we still use really good products. So I tell all of our customers they're in for the first time, and we will do this until this business either needs to do something different or we're no longer in is. I squeeze my own juice, I make my own syrup, everything is fresh, wow. because I want to make sure when you're coming in, you're getting just as good a beer as you are a cocktail, and I don't like hiding behind anything. Like, I, I really like, it's like, if I were to open up a restaurant, which that was really what I really wanted to do, it'd be all scratch. Like, that's what's important. Like, sure. Block 16, oh my god. Yeah. There's a reason that that place has the reputation that it has. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So that's what we're trying to do, but just be in our little corner. And that's what I think is really important right now. You see what COVID has done. It's like people don't want to leave home very far. And we just want to be in our little corner. We appreciate people who come from across town, but we're kind of just, let's be who we are in this yeah. little part of town and, and do what we want to do. I also think there's something to that with like, so you're talking about the freshness of it. That's a really big deal. I think that goes hand in hand for me, like as a consumer with like cleanliness for some reason. Like it just, when you go into a place and they got you know tubs and shit like that everywhere it just feels like sticky and yeah I, that's that's not what they're I pulling out mystery bottles from under the bar yeah, man. And, yeah. like i don't know i feel like that goes that goes hand in hand so if you're getting something fresh you know that you know it's gonna it's coming from the right place yeah. all that shit like that makes that's good for we've been asked about cocktails on tap i said you know it's just it probably would be easier but like it just it doesn't add to the experience. Like, there's something about sitting at the bar, even if you're not the one ordering, just hearing someone shake a cocktail shaker, yeah, yep. yeah. someone, like, mixing stuff, working in the well. All those kind of things just, like, add to the experience of being in the bar. I think that's super important, like, especially pre-COVID in going future. It's like, you want an experience. You're not coming to the bar just to drink a beer. You're coming for an experience. You're coming from the yep. community aspect, too, as well. So, so when you, you conceived this idea and okay, you're starting... Yeah. Terrible at this. <laughs> you were starting completely from scratch. So how do you go about conceiving? Like this is what I want my bar to be. Like, what, what are what are your must-haves? What are yeah. your 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 I, yeah? You're starting from scratch. So the coolest part of this whole experience was being able to take uh, two people from Nebraska. So both my architect, who works for TAC Architects Architectures here in uh, Omaha, Aaron Gall, been a longtime friend of him. And then uh, Matt Myers, owner of Happy Raven, yep. up to Chicago. And we did three days up in Chicago. And I took them both and said, hey, we're going to go bar to bar to bar, brewery to brewery. And we're just literally going to sit down. We're going to take notes. We're going to figure out what works, what we like on the materials. We're going to look at the flow of bar. Yeah. We're going to look at everything from menu systems to point of sales to restroom layout. Yeah. Everything. And we came back. And after three days of... In three days, we made it to, and this is Chicago driving around, and at the time, my brother lived up there. I think we made it to 20 places. Okay. And so the goal was, we're not drinking at uh, these places. The last stop of the day, we always planned, that's the one we want sure. to drink at. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then we're just good, cut loose, have some fun. Um, 
so we did that and I came back and then it was like a six to eight months of just talking to my architect and saying, okay, this is what we did or didn't like with our pic like the pictures that we took and the notes. Let's figure out how to make this a unique space, but still very comfortable and, and very familiar to people. So the one thing that we kind of figured was like breweries are great, right? Like breweries are awesome. They have this feel, but at some point they become too too cold and sterile. There's not enough warmth. They don't feel like an old like kind of dive bar right. and you're not sitting in a big comfy chair, but then you go to like that other place, like a cocktail bar and you're like, well, it just doesn't feel like as upbeat and fun and bright as a brewery. I will kind of want a little bit more of a fun atmosphere. So I told my architect, figure it out. I said, <laughs> this will, will, that's what we've got you on, on for is figure it out. So he just figured a way to make this like, we've got the low tops, we've got the high tops, yeah. we've got the communals, we've got the bar seating, we've got booths, all that different type of stuff for people to come in here. And, and so whether you're with, you know, your fiance or you're by yourself, whether you're with a group of eight, whether you're just four, we wanted a space that had opportunity for everyone to come in to feel comfortable. And the biggest thing was we didn't want to tell everyone this is a beer bar only. We wanted it to feel comfortable when you're drinking cocktails. Cause I think it, like you look at poor, uh -huh. you walk in there, you can feel comfortable beer or cocktail. Sure. You walk into some places, you're like, this is only like a beer place, isn't it? Just because of the way it's set up and everything as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it takes a lot, and it, and I would give a lot of the credit to my architect, Aaron, on figuring that kind of stuff out. I mean, and then our builder, McClay, just absolutely nailing it. Like, I mean, so like this wall behind you, all those pieces, hand, hand cut, hand sawn, hand tacked, wow. hand glued. Jeez. Yeah, and it just it just looks so great. Yeah, and that's now, big time. Like. The dart, the dart area is just like awesome for us. Yeah, as well. I was gonna ask about the dart area. Like, I don't know if that's something personal to you or just like we want to have. Like, it's 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 the one thing here that that kind of, in my mind, really differentiates it from a brewery. If you go to a yeah. brewery, you're not having those pub games. Yeah. Uh, so that screams. It's true. Ball yeah. Yeah. More than anything. You um, know? I've, I always loved, like, I've never been to England, but I always loved, like, the atmosphere of, like, the communal piece of, like, England pubs, and, like, they're just, everyone knows everyone, everyone's going to mingle, and it's more of a community, and I said, what better way than to just let people throw darts, like, I think we have the right clientele to be okay, and these are steel tip darts, these yeah. are, and what's really cool is, I tell people, you want to throw darts, just tell us, it's free, like, I want you in here enjoying some beers, throwing some darts, so we have you know couples that come in we have groups that come in we have you know families like with kids that are like 10 and we built this to withstand yeah it, <laughs> i was it, gonna it, say as well yeah. you um, get the whole cork board on the yeah uh, that's better than whatever i have in my basement because we've got holes in the drywall yeah. all around the dartboard <laughs> yeah yeah so and we're working on getting leagues set up here in the next uh, couple of weeks nice. as well and it's just like one of those things it's, it's another piece of our business for people to feel like they're connected to that is like different than anywhere else too. No, it's a good point because I, when I when I go to breweries, like they have, you know, Giant Jenga. Mo most of them have a pile of board games, and sure, yeah, that can pass the time for a little it's, bit. It's but good. sometimes I, like, after a certain amount of time, I want to get up yeah. and kind of move around. And that's what this allows you to do. Yeah. I can't tell you the amount of people we have come in on a Friday night and throw darts for three hours and drink beer. Sure, and they're cool. Oh, I absolutely would. Yeah, yeah. And like, and what what's even better is. We had someone come in tonight and said, you know, I don't really like, I told him, we have darts in the back, he said, I don't really, I'm not good at darts. I go, well, the fun thing is you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. He goes, 
that probably makes it more fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah, if you're not good at it, you can just throw darts and you don't have to pay for it. Like, Definitely makes it more fun. Right. Yeah. Keep score, don't keep score. It doesn't even matter. Just throw sharp yeah. things at the wall. Absolutely. So it, it's it's been a lot of fun, and I think people like the atmosphere in here. Um, it's very different from where you're seeing a lot of places too. Um, but we still want to be kind of that brewery slash bar feel. Um, it, it's, it's tough to get away from it. They're hot and everyone loves them. Um, but we want to do kind of our own thing and just curate the beer a little better. Like you said, you like the look of the glassware. It's very well thought out. Yep. Everything in here. Um, down to the beer selection. But we don't want anyone coming in the same. They just have weird beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. How, how do I know what I want? Yeah. So we have beer that anyone can enjoy. How often are you changing stuff out? Is um, that what you're going to say? Nope. As, as soon as it kicks. So um, I'm really... OCD about that, so we clean every line after every single time, and like we double down. Like, hey, good shout for out, you. shout out to Heights, not other places. Clean tap line. Yeah, this you guys haven't brought up in a long time. But, yeah, it's been a while. You know, it's still in the back of the mind. Um, <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> Me either. So yeah, we uh, it's uh, it's super important. Like even if people don't understand, like you, if you're paying what you're paying for a beer, I expect that the business is taking care of their tap lines and cleaning them for you. And making sure that what you're getting is what you pay well, for. Well, yeah, and when you've got beers, especially when you're talking about those beers that are always there, like they need to taste like, yep. like, like those it, are the it, easy ones, though, man. Well, sure, those sure, are the easy yeah. ones. But like those times where you're you're switching, you're like, okay, we got a big event like next week, and we're putting on you know three imperial stouts, a couple uh, super hoppy double IPAs, and you're gonna have a couple more nuance like beers. If you're not cleaning those lines. You're literally going to just, that beer tastes like garbage. So, like, we had an issue where I put on a jalapeno beer, and I put on another beer behind it, and I was like, it tastes like jalapeno. So I had the distributor come in. We tasted it and said, it tastes like jalapeno. So we doubled down, put a jalapeno beer on it again, yeah. and then as soon as we ripped the line out and replaced the line, because I'm not even dealing with it. Like, Really? Want, wow. Yeah. Like, why? why? Why not make sure that you're getting exactly what that beer is supposed to taste like. That's super important to me. I, know I, I agree, but I'm, I know I'm impressed with that dedication. I know it's super nerdy, and here's the thing. is not a lot of places. This is what's frustrating. Is a lot of places who do that are probably not telling you they do that. Exactly. Because they just get away with it. No, the people who are cleaning their minds oh. are not going to say they're cleaning yeah. because oh, sure. that's what you should be doing. Sure. But those places who aren't are also not telling you. So how do you know who's yeah. doing it? Right. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a big point for us to make sure, and we're teaching the staff how to properly clean things, how to properly fill glasses to make sure that everything is exactly how you need it. You're right. It is a nerdy thing. It's, it's, like, it's not something you can market. You know, like, <laughs> you can. We clean our tap lines. You can. And I think the people who've done a really good job of it is Zipline. Uh, Zipline does a great job um, of marketing that they clean their lines. Really? And, you know, it's something that we're working at figuring out how to do it as well. Um, it's so simple. Like, it's just clean, right? Just clean. But that's what I was saying. They, they present themselves as the, like, you go into each one of their places, mm-hmm. and they're all pristine. Like, Absolutely. You know? that That's the deal. They've that's all got their separate feel yep. to them. Yep. But it's Zipline. Yep. Like, like, they've done a good job. Of it. And part of that is clean. It goes along... Like it's it's almost synonymous with it. Like it's sure. zipline. Yeah. yeah, you know what you're getting when you go in there. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good it, thing to know. Yeah, it's super important. Like um, we we expect that the, the experience you get here should be the exact experience you get in the tap room, five thousand, fifteen hundred miles away. Yeah, that beer should never taste any different than it tastes as well. How much pressure do you put on the distributor then to 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 make sure like? 
they're not only giving you great options to put on tap, but but they're treating the beer correctly and, and things like that. Um, I would say our, our distributor partners do a really good job. Uh, the biggest thing is some distributors pay for their lines to be clean, some don't. So you just have to be cognizant. Now they all clean their lines, but the people who installed our draft lines sometimes clean for those same distributors. Hmm. So you just kind of know who is the people who are getting their lines done more professionally than the others. Now, whether that's the case or not, and the people who are cleaning the lines that are from the distributor company are doing as good a job, maybe. Um, but I sit here and watch them clean it, and I kind of feel I know who is probably doing a better job than anyone. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it still comes down to it's my responsibility as a bar owner and our responsibility as a bar to make sure that if that line doesn't taste right, we're still cleaning it ourselves, right? Like, don't they only come once every two weeks? You can change three kegs between that time. Sure. If you're not taking the proper precautions to make sure that beer tastes how it should, you're never going to get the experience you deserve as a customer. And that's super, super important. It's like, it's the reason we squeeze our own juice, make our own syrups, like clean our lines. It's just like, you're coming in here for an experience, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, well, that's it's, what it's, it's all about. It's control over, over the product you're putting out. It's you not know? our product, but I would love for, uh, you know, Colby's beer to taste top-notch when it comes to, you know, yeah. Bobby and Scott's beer to taste as good as it does three and a half miles from here, yeah. except on a different system. Like, that's that's what our goal is to be, is, like, it should be the experience. We had a guy who came in. We hadn't had um, Odell 90 shilling in, and we brought it in. And we finally got in. So he's this guy who's in my dad's golf league came in. He's like, this tastes exactly like the brewery. Like, that's all I care about. Perfect compliment. Yeah, he yeah. goes, yeah. He goes. it doesn't taste the same out of can or bottle. He goes, this is exactly how it tastes when I was in, you know, Fort Collins. I go, yeah. cool. That's what you want. Yeah. Yep. And you're willing to pay for that. That's all that matters. Yep. So when you're, when you're curating your, your tap list, like, what all goes into that process? What are, what are the considerations to putting together those 35 different taps? Yeah, uh, what I like. Like it, really? like, it really is. Um, yeah, you got to kind of keep some fair game. And, and Matt Myers at the Happy Raven taught me, like, really well, like, make sure you're distributing your styles across the board. Don't get too heavy to one style. Yes, you're a crappier bar. IPAs are king, but sours. But that's why I expanded the taps to 36 from the start, just so we can get some different things on. I can keep two ciders. I can keep mead on. Like, yeah. who has mead on top? Right. Apparently, we, people love coming here drinking mead because we've run through like eight, eight <laughs> cakes. No kidding. Oh, yeah. They love it. I don't know why, but it's, it's a great option for us. We sell as much root beer as some beer. Sure. Just because it's, it's a fun option for people. Um, but a lot of it comes down to just making sure that, you know, you've got all the styles. It's sometimes tough. It really, it really you, is. Do you have like, a, like, I need to make sure I have this many local, this many... IPAs, this like, are there set rules that you have in place or anything like um, that? No, I don't have a, a number to it yet. But the biggest thing for me is making sure that um, what we have on is a decent enough spread, and kind of hitting all those. So if someone comes in and calls a style, if I don't have that style, I'm probably not doing a good job. So like for a while we didn't have a blonde. That's probably the hardest style to keep on all the time because. It's vanilla bean. But when, sure. people, when yeah. people ask for a blonde, I typically have to go, we have vanilla bean. And it's either a very hard yes or no. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So I have to be careful from that perspective. Um, but otherwise, 
keep about three, four sours on about five to six to seven IPAs, a couple stouts. Um, we always keep, like I said, that's what's great about having those never off beers too. Is I have five that will stout. I have a stout, light lager, pale IPA, and a wheat. Yeah. You're a beer drinker? Never leave. Never leave. Yep. So if you just want a beer, and they're priced right too, which is mm-hmm. great because we buy them in a different bulk quantity. So um, a lot of this just comes down to supporting the brands I want to support, drinking the beer that I like to drink. But then I will legitimately go out and get beers that people ask for, and that's the fun thing about it. So we had a guy come in like a month ago said, can you get Grain Belt? Yeah, let me look into that. So we get a keg, keg of Grain Belt. Which I don't one? Know. I don't know if you guys are not blue, <laughs> regular. Uh, not not like the Northeast or anything like that. No, just the regular just rainbow. rainbow. Okay. So you're from you're familiar with that. I am. Yeah. Uh, we ran through it. I was really? blown away. It's just like it's one of those things. Like listen to your customers, listen to what they want, and you'll sell. Hmm. So we have some uh, a gal who comes in here and drinks the root beer, and she goes, "Can you get my vanilla vodka? Like that's all I want with it. Vanilla vodka." I go, "Oh, look at it." Two days later, she comes in and I go, guess what I have? She drinks like half the bottle in two days. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot about her. Yeah, just her. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, it's more about like listening to your customers. Like, don't you want the people who are coming in spending sure. money to be happy? And that's that's what I care about as a business owner. It's not about being the coolest tap list or being the best tap list. It's about like, what are people wanting to drink? Yeah. Put on what they want to drink. Is there, on the other side, like anything you've, you've put on that that people just haven't yeah. taken that, that shocked you? Um, a couple. Um, I don't want to name and just because I feel bad because some of the beer is great, fantastic beer. It just moves slow, and you, you have to find creative ways to move it. Um, and a lot of it comes when you have 36 taps, you have to start hand-selling stuff. And sure. what I mean by that is, like, get it? Most of this beer is very good. Most of the beer distri- distribution is not bad. Get it into someone's mouth and they'll like it. It's the hardest part is getting it into their mouth. And like, just try it. And typically it's like a just, let's talk about it. And so we have a lot of people, I tell them, sometimes if something's not selling, like we had a black lager that didn't sell. It was not Sam's. It was a different one. Oh, but Sam's Loves, is great. Sam's is great. Yeah. And you know, kudos to the guy who can build a brewery around a black lager because yeah. we couldn't sell one here. Um, I would tell people, I need you to just try it with your eyes closed. <laughs> I, I would literally put it in front of them to yeah. try it with their eyes. They go, oh, this is really good. I go, and I open. They go, oh, this is really dark. I go, what does it matter? You liked it. Yeah, people freak out about that. Yeah. It's super weird. It's like food. Well, it, it, like you, you taste, like they say, you taste with your eyes, you taste with your nose as much as you taste with your mouth, right? Like you, you see something super dark and black in front yeah. of you. You have expectations. And a Schwartz beer is not that in any way. You know? So from that perspective, it's... Uh, been fun and that was the whole goal of this business is like let's open people's eyes like trying different things and the cool thing is if they hate it it's not my product right like it's it's someone else's we just want to be an avenue to let people try different things and I, from the start I, I continue to say this if someone comes in and likes a beer and says how do I get this all the time I will legitimately tell them this is always in the store at this place or that place yeah you can go to this brewery and it's always there like that's what the whole goal is like because I want them to go there get it and they're gonna come back yeah. like they're gonna oh, yeah. say oh he recommended this he liked it i'm coming back here i need to find something else that he he has in here that i can go out and find that's the craft beer uh, all for one one for all thing that we always rising talk about. tide lifts all ships yep right yeah definitely Which, yeah you, you yeah i mean we, we've talked about it plenty but it 
it just makes so much sense, you know, and you get past that that competitive mindset. Yeah, so good. You guys want some more? Uh, you got some more in the bottle. Oh, that's why. <laughs> Take an extra hit. One. Take it. Yeah, that's uh, Cigar City's 2019 Hanapu. Connor, is that a yes from you? Yeah, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be like that's a five. See, now the thing is... That, that's the, my question. Like, fives are going to be dumb. So, no, but here's the thing. With the new scale, I don't. I, I could feel comfortable with giving out fives. You give fives. You're I never going to give a ten. I was never going to give a ten. I was, so you guys get mostly cinnamon out of it? I was really never going to get a nine. I get, like, not just, like, straight cinnamon. It's, like, it's it's heat. So it should have chili, too, I, th- okay. I believe. I, it's, I couldn't find anything. It had, like, this really crazy, like, story about it. Sure. And it didn't tell me what was in it. Okay, I got to actually write that down or check that in so I make sure yeah, I do that at. and then I can oh, copy you toast me I'm by like, the way I'm Josh P you toast all my check-ins shout out to you he toasted my check-in of Sierra Nevada Brewing Company Josh P I was supposed to give you the shirt a long time ago and I didn't but I brought it tonight and you're not here do you want do you want to leave it here and he can pick it up here it, that sounds easier than him ever coming to Lincoln so. yeah he's not here okay yeah, just leave it. Okay. Yeah, we'll be the middle man. Yeah, we'll Perfect. get you a new customer. There too. you go, right there. <laughs> Absolutely. He he was asking, like, wait, how long has this place been open? Well, where, where are they? Uh, they're uh, what's their media group? NRG. 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 They've come in and talked to us about doing some advertising, and he brought up Josh Peterson. I said, I almost was like, you mean Josh Tweeterson? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this close. I was like, well, I was like, no, don't. Oh, say Josh it. Peterson <laughs> from exactly. 3DL. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, it's uh, uh, yeah, it, it's been great here. And like, this is what it's all about. It's like just like the community aspect, talking to you guys, bringing people in, sharing some beers. Like, we don't care about anything else other than that. Well, we, I mean, we've the 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 genesis of this podcast more than anything was like, let's recreate the idea of sitting in a tap room and just just hanging out and and, and talking. And that's what I've loved about the last. You know, three of the last four weeks is that's literally We've what actually we're doing. Been, yeah. yeah, and it, it took three years of this podcast to get to that point. But like, we are we are sitting in different tap rooms and, and bars and things like that, and and just hanging out with the people. And yeah, it's been shout out to everybody for having us out. Yeah, we should do more of that. Yeah, you guys do you guys do a great job. So I listen to a couple beer podcasts. I listen to one out of Chicago, which is a big beer market. Do you listen to Three Beers In? No. No. Do they still exist? I, unclear. Unclear. Oh, we don't um, know. So listen to one out of Chicago. Listen to one out of uh, L.A., which is a lot of fun. So he's a satirical. It's it's called Malt Couture. And basically it's a joke. He's a he's a the high-level Cicerone, right? Like he's, he okay. knows a lot about beer. But he's a lot of attorney by day. And he does a great job of just like being really frank and comical about like the beer nerds. But he is a beer nerd, which is a, it's a great insight. And he has... He has the color and he has the commentary, right? So it's him, color, commentary. It's a great. Hmm. They feed off each other really well. Interesting. Um, what I like about you guys is like I can listen to a beer podcast without like just listening about beer, yeah, right? We don't talk about beer. So for a while, not pretentious, <laughs> not monocle guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for a long time, when I was commuting down to Lincoln, I, all the time, you guys were on back and forth, back and forth. All the time, and you guys do a great job bringing out some great guests, and absolutely love the content you guys put together. It's awesome. Thank you. It's nonsense. It's it's, it's gonna not. be done in it's, like two weeks. It's not. But. This is nonsense. Honestly, it's a 
about the same thing as what I do on the day job anyway. Also nonsense. <laughs> also yeah. nonsense. I just do nonsense all day long. It um, is f- fucking awesome. Three beers in seems to still be going strong, except... Maybe not a podcast since Corona hit. Since August 30th. Oh, okay. Which is a, kind of a weird time. Maybe they going, do a right, monthly podcast. No, because August 17th, August 2nd. July 26th. Like, they were they were going fairly... So they're going every two weeks. July 20th, 12th, June 20th. Yeah, about so every two weeks. So they just do week. a podcast whenever. Just kind of whenever. And that, that's that, what you that, don't want to do. That's what you want to do. It is what I want to do. Yeah. But that's... Like, if we... No, if, you're right. If you're, we go to that model... I've met, I've told you this you before. Come back. You are correct. Yeah. Like, we're just never going to do a podcast yeah. then. We just wouldn't. We just wouldn't. <laughs> Which also seems Honestly, to be it idea. would be better if it was <laughs> if it was just a complete spur of the moment podcast. It was like, you know what? I want to talk about this. Podcast starts right now. I was talking to uh Ooh, nice. Like that? Well, I like the idea. I also like that. Poor. Uh, I like, that's how I use I my like the that's idea. how I use my day job. Guys, I have an idea for a podcast, let's go right now. That's get, how I use my day job. I just like this thought just crossed my head, boom. It's going on the radio. Um I had we, we we recently were plugging Stone Hollow's Oktoberfest. Shout out Stone Hollow. And after the fact, I shout was, out Clint. I was t- Clint. Big I love Clint. Big Clint. He's guy. my favorite guy. Um, Clint. I was talking to Brian after the fact though, and he said next year, three BL live at Oktoberfest. I said yeah, go ahead, book it. We're in absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then he said okay, well that means you have to still be going by next Oktoberfest. I mean, it's unlikely that we're going to stop. <laughs> I feel like it's equally as likely that we will be done by then. No, we're not going to. No. Oh, no. you're committed. No, I'm not committed, <laughs> but we're not going to stop. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> you would never let this die. You would never let this die. I would let it die. I told you many times. Say we're done. We're done. I'm not going to. I know. And you know that I'm I not know. going to be the person who does that. I love this podcast. I can tell. It's great. It's a great podcast. I, I would tell you guys, this is honest. Like, it's good to hear something consistently through what's going on in the world. Consistency. Don't yes. don't kill it yet. Like, <laughs> not killing it. Kill it once, like the world gets back to normal, and then you're good. Like people are looking forward to anything these days. Vaccine hits the next week. We're yeah, done. you're like, and we're done. So we gotta start. I mean, we gotta start planning for 150. Uh, yeah, it's coming up. Sounds like a David Wallace episode. Oh, Drinking, uh, eating cereal. I have a lungs. coffee mug. Coffee mug. <laughs> you want to reach out to him? Yeah, it's. I mean, we got eight weeks or whatever. I but. still love that when I type in D A D in my phone, like Andy oh. Buckley comes up because it brings up a great thing. Did you know anyone who's friends on with you with you on Facebook gets to see your name anytime they read they write. Happy birthday to anyone. Has anyone ever told you that? Because you know okay, how... So, okay, say that again. But Okay, so anytime you go to type happy birthday to anyone on Facebook, if you capitalize H-A-P-P, it immediately goes, Connor Hatton. Oh, are you talking about specifically my yeah, name? You. Your name. Oh. Every yeah. time. Oh, that sucks. Did you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. I did not think about so that. every time that I'm sucks. like wishing people a happy sucks? birthday, it's like, Connor Happer. I'm like, wow. Birthday. <laughs> No, go away. Fuck that guy. I guess I'm standing at the front of people's minds. That's a, it's a good great branding. It's, it's a, Maybe it is. Yeah, it's a good branding. And really, that's the only time people use Facebook now, right? Wish people happy birthday. Yeah, I mean, 
or yeah. or if, you, if you're promoting your craft beer bar, but yeah, or to get your political opinions out in the world. <laughs> oh, you there, said it. There is you. that. <laughs> <laughs> there is oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, that was. We don't need to get into what struck what happened last night. So Did you guys much. watch the debate? A little bit. Oh, yeah, I dude, I watched the whole thing. It was it? terrible. You watched the whole thing? Yeah. I wanted to quit after 14 minutes. I watched about uh, maybe an hour of, of however long. You it was. watched the whole thing. Whole thing. So I, as a good U.S. citizen, last night we put it on in the bar, right? <laughs> Although the, the part of the bar we're in, I kept oh. the sound on because there's people playing darts. I figured they don't want to hear this. Yeah. So we're listening to it, and uh, we had a guy at the end of the bar who's a regular, and I remember putting it on, turning around as soon as it was on, he had headphones in, it was looking at his phone. I was like. I good. get it. I good. get it. Good call. And uh, at the end of it, I said, you know, Jonathan, I'm really sorry. I just wanted to listen to it for blurbs like, would you shut the heck up, man? That's all Which I wanted to listen to. Which is exactly it. what happened. Yeah. yeah. I I saw people saying, like, yeah, I watched it with my kids and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want to subject my kid to that because that's not what I think American democracy is. You know, if I'm trying to say this is it. This is what our country was built upon. That's not it. Like, I remember... I remember. Do you think it gets better? I do. I'm not confident. I'm not confident either, but if I'm going to predict, yeah, I think it gets better. What gets better? Uh, just our general decorum, I suppose. Decorum. That's the big thing for me. The way we're, we're treating each other uh, at that level of government. I think it's, you only hear the 1% on the left and the 1% on the right. You never hear the 99. Yeah. They're very much I united. I yeah. But, like, I, I remember being in high school and talking about, um, well, I don't even remember who ran in 04. Like, 2000 was Bush and Gore. Bush and Cheney. <laughs> well, they ran together. Bush and, uh... Oh yeah, Bush and uh, I don't remember who ran in 04. Doesn't matter. But I remember sitting in, in John Kerry. S- okay, okay. If you say so. That's right. That sounds like a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember wa- like sitting in civics class and, and watching those debates as part of our class. Yeah, right, 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 right. And I just can't imagine a class sitting and watching that debate. Yeah, and, and then having a discussion afterwards, picking about, it apart. What did he about, do wrong? Yeah, he, yeah, right. Well, what he did wrong was he wouldn't shut up. What he did wrong was he called our president a clown. You know, like that's not really what you should be discussing in your civics class. It, it was, it was more to me like a sporting event because I yeah, was yeah, and, and like that—that's that, a huge insult. A spectacle. I was sitting there watching it, and then every ten minutes. Checking Twitter to see the jokes, yeah, right. making a joke, right. and seeing if there was any like memes or anything like that, and that was the whole. That was the hour and a half. It's terrible. I hated it. They shouldn't do anymore. They shouldn't do anymore. <laughs> they should not oh, do you know anymore. What? This, this was a bad idea. They shouldn't do anymore. We're done. They shouldn't do Just anymore. go vote. <laughs> Just honestly, move the election. The election's already started. But uh, move the election up to like tomorrow. My absentee ballot came today. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for mine. Move it up. I was super excited. I filled it out. It's sitting on the ottoman. I'm going to drop it off tomorrow. I'm like, I'm done. I am just done with the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know? 
I voted and I don't have to give a shit anymore. Unfortunately, you still have to watch political ads. We don't get them in Lincoln. We get them in Omaha. You don't? I noticed that. I got to Omaha and I was flipping on Omaha radio. Do you watch Omaha? You watch Omaha news stations? No, or? I don't. It's bad. Man. But I, 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 I don't know. This is me heading to sand. I don't know what side Kara Eastman's on, but she has. She's every everywhere. Ad. Every ad. She's everywhere. Every ad. What side is she on? I don't know. I she, think she's, she's running against Bacon. She's running against Bacon. Yeah. Well, so and then, so and she's then, Democrat. Okay. Bacon's so, okay. the incumbent. And, and then I think ba- Bacon started doing a whole bunch of stuff too. Oh, D- I Bacon got a Bacon. got got his wife on there, and she's huh. doing commercials now. Really? Yeah. I like. I haven't seen anything. I'm like, I haven't heard any radio ads, and I got to, to Omaha, and obviously Omaha's. Battle, important battleground, yeah, right? Like it's, it's one electoral vote, but it's one electoral vote, and that might matter. So yeah, I I turned on one station. It's bad here. Biden that, and then I it's thought bad. I want to hear some music. I love music. You know that about me. So I went to a different station. Biden that. Like that's that's all I heard on my way yeah. into La Vista tonight. Biden will win Omaha. You think so? Yeah, I do. Um, I think it'll be close. I'm not sure, but I, I do. I, I think so, too. Obama I think won, it'll be close. Obama won o- Omaha in 08. But that was, that was the first time in a long time. That, like almost that every, gone yeah. Blue, yeah. Yeah, yeah Biden will win Omaha. I think so, too. I wish... I really wish Lincoln was more up in the air. You know, it's surprising that it's as much in the air as it is, to be honest with you. Hmm. Is it... Typically, Lincoln more liberal than Omaha yet. See, I, I, I don't believe that because I, I've lived in Lincoln and Omaha. Like Lincoln is every small town person who wanted a bigger town, but Omaha was too big and moved to Lincoln. That's my exact read on it too. Yeah, so I'm not wrong in that. That's my exact read on it. I don't know if it's correct. Lincoln, as a Lincoln, Mark's, Mark's only lived in Mark's lived in Lincoln longest. I view Omaha as too big. I grew up in a small town. So you're so right So you went to the I smaller town in Lincoln, <laughs> which I think but, is what you said. Yes. No, 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 so. no. He's talking about it from the different angle. The diff- the angle is like let's say you you were from Hastings and you wanted to get you out of wanted Hastings. a bigger town, uh-huh. so you moved to Lincoln. You're talking okay. about you're talking about it from the angle of you lived in Omaha and I want a smaller town well, so I moved to Lincoln. No, but like I grew up in Panama, you know, which right. like it's it's a little different because Panama's basically Lincoln, Lincoln. right? Yeah. So like it, it is, it's a little different. Lincoln's base, like I'm basically still at home. So like a person leaving Beatrice, they want a bigger town. They're not moving to Omaha. No, moving to Omaha. No, they're moving to Lincoln. Too big of a jump. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, I don't know. I thought Can you only make the jump from Lincoln to Omaha? Can you make the jump from any single town to Omaha? I made the Omaha? jump from Kearney to Omaha. Was that too big? No, I don't think it was. What part of Omaha? I started in Bellevue and then moved to Millard. And this was right after college. Oh, then you're fine. You, you hit the suburb, then went in. You didn't yeah, go Omaha. Yeah. I know suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> big suburb guy. You're only in a suburb if you made a wrong turn. I know suburbs. Okay, trust what me. I know, stupid talking. I know point. suburbs. I was so mad at that talking. You point. just lost the suburbs. That was a talking point last night. Yeah, they talked about suburbs. suburbs for five it minutes. It was stupid. <laughs> Trump kept saying, "This is my favorite part of the whole thing." Trump kept saying just randomly at random times. 
you just lost the left. He, he oh, kept, yeah. He kept, I heard that was the thing. Again, just, I didn't. You just lost the left. You just lost the radical left. I was like, this is incredible. But, like, no, he didn't. I don't understand. I don't understand catering to the extremes. Because. Right. I, I, I just don't get it. Because, like, the. the this has been a theory in politics for a long time. In the primaries, you cater to the extremes. Yeah, thank you. And then once once you get to the general election, you, you go... Nice. Oh, okay. Big time. All right. I got to drive home. Um, and once the general election hit, you go, you go back to the center because you're going to get your party. Get more specific. And then you have to get to the, in the, the middle ground mm-hmm. in the general election. And that seems to have been lost now. Yeah. Where where for some reason we're still catering to the extremes, and those the the ninety eight percent in the middle, like you were talking about, is just completely well. Lost. I think there are more people in the extremes now. You think so? Yeah, probably. But they're still gonna like they're gonna vote, and they're gonna vote for whichever side you're on. Like they're the extreme ones. So, with the last night's debate. Someone was talking to me again last night at the bar. Said, "Are you really watching this to make up your mind, or not? Like, yeah. people have already made up their mind, haven't they? Everybody. Like, how many people have not made Nobody. up their mind? That's a great. There's, so, there's so one. Yeah. There's one is, person in the United I, I States. I would agree with that. Like, who's really watching this to go? Well, I wonder which one I'm going to vote for. Nobody. I have. Watched, I feel like nobody. I've watched debates in the past. Like, I remember the the Romney Obama year. Being like, I don't know. I'm really up in the air on this one. Like, I, I could go either way. Well, I think I've, in the past we... I've not heard anybody say that this year. I think with those, um, we didn't know who they were. We know exactly who these yeah, people are. Right. You're like, you know right. what I mean? They are who we That's a good point. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was... There, there was not an incumbent. Yep. You know, like they, we, we were going to have a new president. That's yep. a good point. I got to be. I should take a pee too. Are we, are we pausing again? We can pause again. Do we have anything else left to do? Mm, Dream know, journal. Dream journal. And, and do we just end this podcast? Urban dictionary. Is that still a thing? Is, we that, do? is that a thing? Uh, unclear. All okay. right, we'll do that when we come okay, back. Pause. I had a dream, but last two nights ago was kind of wild because I took an edible before I went to bed and was in bad shape. Edibles are illegal, Connor. Where did you get an edible in Nebraska? I was doing it in Colorado because that's where I live. Oh, smart. When I do edibles. When you do edibles. Do the drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I did not mule edibles across the state line. That would be that would be crazy. Um, but I, I did buy a weed pen. What's a weed pen? A weed weed vape. Oh, really? Dude, single use or like you can reload her? Yeah, it's got the cartridges, <laughs> and it has a. Uh, no, this is illegal. And I, uh, it's got a USB charger plug-in. Yeah, because that seems like 2020. Your weed pen has a USB charger. Dude, <laughs> yes, big time. So you vape now? I take. One hit twice a week. Yeah. One hit twice a week. Okay. How often do you have to charge it? I haven't charged it. Well, I charged it in the minivan 
on the way back from Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on the the rental minivan. Where can you get new new cartridges? Or did you just like really? I'll have to up? go to Colorado to get a new cartridge. Yeah. yeah. Or have someone mule it back to me. What if Nebraska passes medical marijuana well, I can get it in here. 2022? It doesn't matter because it won't happen. So the dude said it that'd was be cool, but <laughs> it won't happen. The dude said it was worth. The cartridge was good for about 250 hits. And I was like, yeah, but I take gangster hits. And he was like, okay, so maybe like 200. Okay. I was like, okay. Twice a week. We talk like hundred gangster weeks. hits. Like, yeah, it's a long time. Gangster hits like gangster hacks. Like just gangster like hacks, yeah. Where your helmet comes off and just like you're corkscrewed into the ground. Yep. Best hack there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know what we're talking about. Baseball. Baseball. Oh, okay. Gangster hacks. Oh, hacks. Yeah. Okay. I always take gangster hacks in golf, too. Just we need to get out and golf. swinging out of my shoes. Yeah. We need to get out and golf. Let's go play some golf. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm in. You're in? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> big, big golf guy. Actually, I loved listening to Joe Dell talk about golf. I love oh. big golf. We should play with big golf guy. Joe Dell. I don't want to get embarrassed. He's so to be good. On that, that's, really? Yeah. Oh, that's who canceled on you? That is who canceled Dang. on me. Dang. Yeah. I'd love to hear him on the pod again. He's he's really good at golf. I know. <laughs> he's like legit yeah. good at golf. I might get embarrassed compared to big golf guy and big, big Joey guy. I don't. I haven't told you how Joe and Joe. Yeah, I golf. was gonna ask you, but I. I, I, I slid, I slid under ask. the rug. Yeah. No one said anything. <laughs> um, it feels like you're pretty good. Like you played college football and college baseball. You're good at golf. You're, yeah, you're but you, golf. Got, you gotta get rid of a slice first. You know what I mean? It um, was a, quite a struggle for me after yeah. I quit playing baseball. Um, I shoot cons- consistently low eighties. Okay, that's really good. Yeah, and it's yeah. <laughs> no, it is. No, I know. I know. It is. He is. He I understand. It. But like, you're right. It's all about wedge game, man. It's all like putting is fine for me. Dude, wedge game. It's insane how you can hit a ball 280 yards, and you're like, 300 oh, this is yards, easy. and it's one. It's one stroke, and then also if you leave one this far short, that's in, also a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It counts for the same. Yep. Fuck Absolutely. golf. Fuck golf. But also, but also, awesome. golf is incredible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you that? Are you that guy that is like you hate it, hate it, hate it? You hit one good shot, like back in, love this. No, I, I, I do a pretty good job at that. Like I like it all the time. Yeah. I'm I'm not a mess out on the course. People are like throwing shit. I'm good. Yeah. I'm always having a good time. My clubs are worth too much to throw. Exactly. What, exactly. What, don't throw them. Yeah. You don't seem to have crazy expectations for yourself. I do not. You know? I, do, I do not. No. But you're a competitor. I am a competitor. Yeah, that's big. So I get I get pissed sometimes, but do I. You? But I, I don't outwardly. Mm-hmm. I've never seen you play golf. I've been on the golf course with you, but my impression of you has always been like, I'm not as good as other people. So therefore, I know like, you I, just you just kind of accept your game for what it is. I know where I not said. that you don't want to improve. Yeah, it's mostly but. competitive with with myself. Okay, okay. you like, want to get humble. So I golf in a league that my dad and I'll sub, and there's like anywhere from 45 to. 65 year old man they're so good they'll beat you they hit it down the middle every time 225 and in the middle yep and every just, time and you can hit the ball 300 yards yeah. and off the right and they're going to score way better than you it's Tom Stevens oh Tom, yeah Tom Stevens yeah. gets triggered when he hits a ball like 3 degrees off to either side <laughs> He's like, that's terrible. He ter- will throw his clothes. He's like, that's a terrible shot. And I'm like, Tom, you are right in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> it's like I would, I could only dream to be. Yeah, like, but I, I didn't set up my next shot. No, right. yeah, dude is insane. Dude is insane. 
This beer is fantastic. Yeah. The Anapu's 2019. Yeah. I checked it in and Josh P toasted me already. Good. Josh, come get your shirt. It's a great bottle. It is a it's a great, great bottle, bottle too. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I've had from Cigar City, and it, I, I should look, but it's so certainly like, nothing of that caliber. The biggest ones are going to be like High Life, High Life. right? Right. Uh, yeah. Margarita Goza. Okay. Maybe Maduro Brown. Florida Man Double IPA. Yeah. And then there might be one more, uh, like we don't get yet, Tokabago. I think I've only had Highlight. Yeah. This, I mean, like, this is the side of breweries that outside of, because we, we see White Elms really high end stuff. Yeah. We see Boilers really high end stuff. But stuff that's outside of our local area, we might not get their really good stuff. Yeah. So your impression of what the brewery is might not what's be the, on the same shelves. as what's actually. Yeah. What the brew Good is, point. You absolutely. Know? It, it's, it's, yeah. You can only judge them off of what you what you see, and that's not necessarily what they are. Yeah. Plus, you, like I said, big callback to San Diego Cigar City. I was like, dude, this is like perfect for us to kind of crack open. I Excellent. Have, it's all about a time and a place, right? Yeah. You talk about Mark is like, I I haven't had a reason to open it. We have a reason to open it now. Timing is everything, man. It is. I love it. <laughs> Fourth beer of the night. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Seriously. This says I've only had two from Cigar City. Margarita goes on high There you okay. go. There you go. Yeah. All right, well, dreams. Now I've had three. I have a dream. I definitely had a dream, but once again, it was kind of wild a couple nights ago. Last night, I think there was... There was some sort of athletic activity involved, but I, I, I didn't write it down. I had one political dream. Ooh, I remember this. I think it was about the Supreme Court nomination. Okay. And it was like basically, it was a really boring dream. It was um, somebody got nominated and approved, and everybody was happy with it. Wow. Like that was the dream. That's a dream. <laughs> it was a, that's a dream. That's a it real really dream. is it was a ridiculous yeah. dream. It'll yeah. never happen. It could never happen. The most far fetched thing I can imagine. <laughs> um, but the one I wrote down is uh, I was somehow affiliated with a high school and a student came and was asking for for advice but they they asked for that advice in the form of a rap um so normal yeah yeah i i, I must have watched hamilton that that day or something like that so therefore the advice or yeah the, the response had to be in the form of a rap mm-hmm. Um, and I, rem- I, I don't remember who I was with. Somebody I knew, but I, I, don't, I don't remember who it was. But they said, Mark, you got this. Respond to this student. And I, th- I think it was a, a female student asking for, like, like so, so-and-so asked me out on a date. I don't really want to go. What do I do? And I, I just remember the very beginning of it. It was. And you wrote it down. I wrote it down. It says, all right, here's what you got to do. Tell that boy you've come down with the flu. And it went on for a couple more lines before, wow. like in my, in, even in my dream, like I lost it. Like, oh fuck, I don't have any more rhymes. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so don't go on that date. You know, maybe just show up late. Nice. Like it was. That's it. That's it a good dream. first line, though. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's it. That's the dream. So I gotta ask, with your dream journals, like I have, I legitimately woke up for one in really detail. I help. Like sometimes it seems like Connor years are so like. Two sentences. They can either be really, really detailed or not, not detailed. detailed. 
It's Ooh, like hard. Like I, there are single sentence ones. Oh, there's paragraph amazing. ones. So I'm actually getting to see it. Yeah. It's it, yeah. Look look at that one. Yeah. That oh, one's about Billy Joel. Look, that's the one I've got for tonight. Yeah. Like I just woke up and it was like must have been just the right timing. Yep. I'm so jealous of the fact that you've kept them. I don't know why I never have. So I started this I, note. I read them and, and then I delete them after I, I read them. So my dream journal is I don't now know if the note will tell you what you started. Oh, no, keep them. It's, no, I, I, think, I, I think your note just says, says It just the says the last time, time you updated, updated it, which was September 15th. That's two weeks ago. Yeah, so I've, I've said that already. <laughs> the, the, the long ones are the dumbest. The short ones are also dumb. <laughs> so they're all dumb. So they're all pretty dumb. <laughs> This one just says David Price dapped me up. Oh, nice! Shout out David Price. That's see, I wish. So, I have two. So the first one, I'm gonna read the second one first, because okay. the second one, first one's more detailed. Okay. First one, I was a part of the Inglorious Bastards movie, but have never actually seen the whole thing. So I just remember like being like, oh, I'm in the movie. But I've never seen this, so I think this is what happens. <laughs> it's kind of like the I didn't study for my test dream. Only. Oh, so like you were acting in it? Like you were? No, you I were felt trying like I was kind of in the plot. Gotcha. Because the only thing is like, let's go kill some Nazis, right? Like uh-huh. that's the only line anyone knows. Yes. But then like all these weird things happen. I was like, I think I'm still in the plot of this movie, <laughs> but I don't know the plot. That's pretty good. Just go. When in yeah. doubt, go kill some Nazis. So the other one was this. I think this was like the time after we talked about booking like okay. coming up here uh-huh. it was I was in the cooler but it wasn't cold then there were some regulars that were making me touch what looked like the pop machine it started spraying water everywhere and I acted like I knew how to fix it but I didn't <laughs> after that I turned around and the cooler was empty except for an old box with a stone woot stout sticker on it which is a beer I opened it and it was full of old growlers and used liquor bottles, but they were labeled with stone beers they don't make anymore using blue painter's tape. Oh, wow. Tape. So that was like a nightmare. I thought they would be a nice bottle share for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing I remember. I was like, oh, this would be great for 3 bl Silver lining. The first sentence of that sounded like a me dream. I, I walked in the cooler, but it wasn't cold. <laughs> that that was a dream that I've definitely had at some point. Minute. This is wrong. Yeah. So I've started... Trying to do this, I told my girlfriend, "You need to start like you need to start writing these down because these are gold." It's so good, and and once again, like if, if you wake up at eight thirty, you won't remember it at nine. No, nope. so you got to do it right away, yeah. and then you'll forget it still. Yeah, but you'll have it written down. It's it's fantastic. Everyone should do it. Yeah, agreed. Are we doing Urban Dictionary? Are we back on Urban Dictionary? I mean. Unless Mommel is still there. Well, I think everything... Well, yeah, if Mommel is still there, Urban Dictionary is canceled. Okay. Do we rate Mommel the last beer? is still number six. Oh, yeah. We, we should. So Mommel we, is still last two six. beers. Yeah. I haven't rated a beer yet. You haven't rated a beer? I don't, I don't think so. So we're out on rating beers now? No, but I just haven't done it. Mommel is still on there. Wetter Than an Otter's Pocket oh, still on no. there. Pimp Nails. I will say, Gravy did Urban Dictionary piece today on the podcast. Gravy did? Gravy. He kind of incorporated it. What? Gravy talks about Urban Dictionary? On, yeah. his, on his live pod? Yeah, today. Gravy. I listen to everything right away, man. Gravy. Yeah, I don't know. Urban Dictionary is not updated. I think they might be dead. I haven't listened to them yet. He had the uh, Lincoln Calling guys on today. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Vince. Vince. Oh, and the Basement Creators. Yeah. Yeah. And Spencer, who was... The scientist. No. But he was the one when you and I went to the basement 
he was the other person who recorded that night. Yeah. Well. No, Brad was the, the Brad scientist. Brad Nordell? He was, no, yeah, that's a scientist. Yeah, yes. Brad Nordell. Yeah, he was just there. He was just like hanging out. Oh. Because he, he usually does like a couple in a row, right? I think so, yeah, yeah. So, so either right before us or right after us was Spencer. Gotcha. From Lincoln Calling. Gotcha. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. The after. It was right after. Right after. Yeah. Yeah. We had to go. We had to uh, leave the basement. This beer, the uh, Hunapu uh, from Cigar City, is a five. I don't know what it was missing. It was missing something. It could have been a little more spiced, if that's what it was going for. Yeah. It could have been a little more spiced. I think I agree with you. Like, just, like, punched up maybe just a little more. Because I feel like like this is your, your all-in beer. Right. Right? Like, this is... Yeah. All right. So, so that's kind of what I'm going to judge it against. And it could have just been a little more all around. A little more chocolate, a I little more you. spice. Oh, just... just a little more. With that being said, though, I still think it's fine. Yeah, it, it was fantastic, and it, it, you know what, it did, it did the job. I will give it. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna go with my Lupin River first, like heart emoji eyes, just smiling, like. Which say you're out on hazy, it's like it's just like a classic <laughs> old school double, and I was like, oh, this is so good, but I gotta be careful. Eight percent, like just drink this yeah. thing like yeah. way yep. too fast. Nice. Um, I get what you're saying though on Hanapu's like for me, it's a year old at this point, so it's gonna lose some of that uh, adjunct mm. to it. Yeah, I get I get So that. I think fresh like that's that's the biggest thing I tell people is like if you're going to sell a beer, you need to drink one fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And then hold on to one. Like if you don't know what it tastes like fresh, you're never gonna you know what it tastes like cold. And so like big thing again with White Elm, when they do their Caffarado, whenever it comes out, I always drink one fresh. Hold on to one, yeah. Because you can definitely tell the difference between the two. So um, for that guy, um, I think that's just a thumbs up for me, man. Like the thumbs up emoji. Like absolutely, it's exactly what I was hoping for. Um, I've, I've had this one before, and it's still drinking great, even eight months after I've had it. Um, I'm excited to get to the other two. Sorry, regu- <laughs> regulars yelling my name when I come uh, off the bar. Well, big star here. I do you guess. like uh, do you like Bourbon County? I have a four year vertical in the back of like four bottles of each. So when you want to come out back go. up, <laughs> when you want to come back, when you want to come back up and do it, I've had it. I've needed a reason to pop them open. Okay. Should we go ahead so and record want, next week? Just book another pod. <laughs> just wait till twenty twenty comes out. I'll buy some more and we'll do a four four year vertical. That's the deal. 17, 18, 19. We'll do yeah four year vertical. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. Pod. Okay. There you go. Okay. So, so we have to that, make another like five weeks. That, that, <laughs> right. That comes up Black Friday, right? Like that's. that's yeah. Oh. Oh. You have to make it like eight weeks, man. Can you? Can yeah. You it's, that, it's, a, it's a while. Yeah. Can you do that? Uh, I can. I, yeah. We could just not record a podcast for eight weeks. Makes sense. Yeah. I've been literally since 2017 stockpiling stuff away, and I have had no reason. Hell yeah. So we can just well, do that. I'm, we're available, I think. I just grabbed a, a whatever the last year's was, 2019. That's what last I, what, year was. I went there and got a a, a 19, a, yeah. a, like a, a two pack of a four pack of 19 or whatever. It's still so good. I forget where I was, but they had them super. Qu- oh, it was high V. I was just at high V, and they had them super querist. It was like, like five s- five bucks yeah. for a bottle or something like that. I'm like, okay, I can't not. 
Like, it's too good of a beer to not buy. I got there and had some from the from the spigot. Yeah. And then I got some to go. Like that was a good experience. Did you do any of the variations? The variants? I did not, but Chris Whitney had me buy one for him. Yeah. And I yeah. haven't heard back from him, but it was like a fifty dollar bottle. So selfless plug, you need if they do it again this year, you need to go to pour. They almost always get the variants and do the sale of the other variants. Yeah. Very reasonable, like even on sale, mm-hmm. like for you to go. Like people down in Lincoln need to stop in to see Josh and Tim and get it at pour. They always have like that and some fun stuff on tap too. And if I'm not mistaken, sometimes they even do like French press, like build your own. You gotta get like that's an event don't miss down at in Lincoln for okay. pour. I think I don't know what they're doing this year, but I think last year Muchachos was there for their yeah. Black Friday deal and everything. Sweet. Yeah, yeah do it's it. a whole event. Lock it up. Well, I think we're done. Uh, I mean, I, I think we're done. What do you I, think? Oh, I'm going to go for another hour. <laughs> but uh, you can go. 221. I think no, that's, it was that, a good podcast. That's sizable. It was a good podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. A nice compromise. Thanks, Joey. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Hey, thanks for coming out. Uh, like I said, I appreciate it, all you guys do for on the pod. 84th and... 84th between Harrison and Giles in... La Vista. La Vista. Not Papillion, La Vista. It means uh, we're open. View. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. That's your, your uh, Spanish classes in college. Spanish too. Got you what you need. Got it. Uh, we're open every day of the week. We're open uh, Monday through Friday, 3 to 10, and then uh, Saturday, Sunday, um, noon to 10. And then we're doing our ribbon cutting, grand opening with some awesome, Ooh. awesome beers next uh, Thursday. So we're going to have White Elm. The key to note beer is White Elms Lick the Spoon, brownie batter style. Oh, yeah. Super, Whoa. super excited to have that on it, for that. It tastes exactly like brownie batter. It's what are you like, talking like do, that. Do you have sneak previews on all of these? You have it on tap. Oh, okay. It's already it's, it's there. All right, okay. Yeah. But it's not here. Gotcha. But it's going to be here. Gotcha. Maybe and people should come drink it. Maybe gotcha. some... Omaha DDH Fairy Nectar 2. All right. So some other really cool stuff we've got uh, holding back for some cakes for this whole thing. So Sweet, man. Um, excited. And, uh, you know, thanks for everything 3BL does. You guys are awesome. Uh, appreciate the pod. And uh, we just hope it doesn't die anytime soon. <laughs> not anytime soon. This game of chicken is going to go on for Just know, right. if we it like dies, it. it's not because of me. It's because of Mark. <laughs> Good enough. Okay. All right, fair enough. Joey, thanks for having us. We'll be back for sure. Um, folks, check out Joey on social media. He's on Heightstagram. He's on Facebook. He's also on Twitter, but he doesn't do a whole lot there. No, you can see our uh, tap list change over and everything. List, yeah. uh, but uh, all the social meds are going to be under Heights Draft Room. And then uh, the weird one is Twitter with Heights Draft R R M. Yeah, they cut you short. They'll give you all the letters. So uh, um, we're we're also on social media. We're some variation of three beers later on Facebook and Twitter. We're not on Instagram because I don't. You don't do Instagram. Don't, you have one picture posted on Instagram. It's of your cat. Nice. Or no, it's of a gingerbread house. So it, it's like like it's like this ice is amazing. cream. You know that ice cream cone. I, I checked just the other day. Ice cream cone Christmas trees. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. It was like green frosting. Yeah. It was a great day. That sounds right. It was like 2012 I was, I was living or in Shelton. Yeah. And yeah. I have no idea how that made it to Instagram. I have never used Instagram, but some... No, you have. You have an Instagram account. <laughs> I have an Instagram account. Yes. But I don't think I've ever... I mean, I must have. You posted it. But, yeah. But aren't a... they like affiliated with Facebook somehow? No, but they couldn't. No. You posted it to Instagram. Okay. That's weird. I probably just wanted a filter. Probably. Probably. Uh, you should you should take over the 3BL Instagram. 
We don't have an Instagram. But you could make one. I could. Yeah. That should be a thing. All right. Dame keeps telling us since the beginning that we need to have that. Well, I know that Instagram's where all the whores are. Okay. Yeah, that's the one thing this podcast is missing. A lot of whores. <laughs> we need more whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. So go to our social medias. Also, uh, check us out on Patreon where you can give us money. Um, and that's it. That's all the things. Goodbye.